スロットドーンシュー What's up, everybody? Happy hey, Friday, Shiro Show. Hi, everyone. How's it going, Dan is guys? So tall. Jeez, Dan, why are you so tall for? All right, why is he so tall? Well, he is kind of a tall guy. <laughs> better. There we go. That's perfect. Yeah, we're all I'm, gonna. I'm hunch. probably not taller than you, though, Dave. Is that right? Life, are you not like five yeah, eleven? Like five eleven. Oh, okay. Well, you, yeah. you maybe you're oh. just skinny. <laughs> I am skinny. But here's yes, the thing. Yeah, when true. I when I shrink, so I don't want Dan to look like the shrunken head dude from Beetlejuice. You know, and if I yeah. if I make him too small, then then he then his head looks shrunken. Even though he's like the same height as us, so yeah, I, I kind of have to make him tall. I feel like we're doing the show of the basketball player. God damn, right? We are. Yeah, he's a <laughs> basketball. Fine. Hey, speaking of sports, uh, congratulations to um, to Toronto for winning the Shohei Otani. Uh, Perfect, Dave. Dave. Stay, stay right there, Dan. Perfect. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. Hi everybody. <laughs> Creeping over here. Oh god, don't get too far underneath the table. <laughs> <laughs> now, now he's looking at Wilson. No, yeah, we're just yeah. doing it for fun. Hey, what are you wearing? Uh, yeah, so I'm wearing my brand new Shiro merch here. It is the Panzer Dragoon design that you just put up on the shop uh, nice. a week or two ago. It looks good. It just came in yesterday. Thanks. Yeah, this is the uh, the long-sleeved t-shirt. Mm -hmm. um, really comfortable. I like it. I like it a lot. Nice. So, yeah, I had to I wrap like it, it on the like show it. today. Excellent. Um, also, another thing that came in uh, yesterday was the hoodie that I bought for Pudgy Bunny. And it is the creamy 3D graphics. I like it. Nice. In her, uh, in red, which she likes that color. So. Could you hold yeah, it up really close to the camera? Like, how did the print end up on that? Yeah. Uh, lower it. Lower it down a little bit. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. not bad. Um, not bad. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it turned out good. I couldn't tell in fo in the in the low res photo like if it was if if the print felt good or not. But yeah, it looks pretty good actually. Cool. Yeah. I think my first thing about that shirt is that it can come in pink. Nice. And oh, I don't yeah. know if Dave did that on purpose. I did that on purpose. Because... I said I okay, I need to do did. more shirts in pink because I know Pat likes pink and he likes light uh, powder blue, and he likes those mm -hmm. those pastel colors. A lot of the yeah, a lot I'm of a bit worried about wearing something pink that says creamy on. <laughs> I mean, you know, if anybody's gonna do it, <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll I'll be the one that takes the bullet. Right, the Panzer the Dragoon T-shirt is a uh, is or a long sleeve shirt is uh, popular in chat. It looks like, yeah, awesome. I like it. I got it in like the dark blue. Um, thought about I, I thought about getting like the lighter blue, but like it felt like the dark blue made the design mm -hmm. pop, pop the more. most. There, yeah, that's so, the. You know what's funny? Yeah. I don't I don't love just making all of our shirts dark colors. But the designs yeah. tend to pop more, like like Pat's shirt yeah. that he's wearing right there. The it really the logo the really pops on the one on the Shiro shop. Whenever I try to do a, you can actually get this from a shop. Yeah, when I try to put a design on on like a pink shirt, it really depends on the design because sometimes it just kind of mm -hmm. fades into the background and doesn't really pop. That's why that's why I tend to go with like dark grays and and blacks because it always really it's high contrast, you know. But yeah, yeah. although that uh, controller t-shirt that i wore i think last week or mm -hmm. the week before um, right that one looks good on white that one looks good so, on white oh, okay cool yeah. yes yeah that's right the 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 japanese saturn pad that mm -hmm. looks terrible that design actually doesn't really work on black because it uses negative space yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so uh right so basically it's just like the buttons and then the silhouette so it has right. to be so on the white one, like 
Yeah, yeah, it works. It's basically made for lighter made, color. The, stuff. the color of the shirt is actually part of the part of the design because the controller yeah. itself is supposed to be like a light gray controller. So that it makes very yeah, light that gray. was the idea with that. I want to really shout before we go around talking about updates. I want to shout out everybody who's here in the chat with us. Dragons of Saturn, thanks sure. for joining us. Paul Bort, uh, Mac User Two, David Zaney, always here. Pudgy Bunny in the background there. Uh, we got, got Neil Henderson guys in the chat. Shouts to Neil Henderson, Ant. Uh, recognize you from last time. Thanks for joining us. Offie. We got Michael Freesh, Ivar, Weinerholm, Colin Pierce. Gosh, we got a lot of people, like 36 viewers right now. Moose Tracks is here. Roberto, all the way from Portugal, probably watching we us while he's Mac at user. work. Uh, Roberto, are we you at work Mac right user. now watching us live? <laughs> Mac, wait. Did, did, I said Mac user, right? Mac user too? No, I don't think you did. Oh, I, I thought I, I did. It. Okay, Memphis is here. What's up, Memphis? Uh, Trekkies, of course. Uh, there needs to be a Shiro Ugly Christmas sweater. I don't disagree, but I'd have to get on making that. Uh, uh, we Scotty, got two of the Sega guys really in the need. chat. Nice. Yeah. Sega guys are here. Wait, is Dan here too? Yeah, Dan, the Mega Driver just put oh in my... on. Yep. James says, oh, just nice. put a Panzer Dragon shut. That's yeah. how he talks. Well, come on, come on into the room and say hi. Uh, I don't the know if Sega Dan... How's it going, mate? I don't know if Dan Driver has uh, credentials <laughs> I, to talk. I, I'm, I'm might, not Australian, mate. Australian, <laughs> mate. Yeah, you always mate, do the mate thing with him. He's not Australian. <laughs> what, 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 do, <laughs> what, do, do your oh, best. Yeah, they, say, they, sexy. they say mate, though. <laughs> Just maybe not with that uh, particular accent, but they, they say mate. He's I know I want I noticed one I, thing they say I, I a mate. lot. James always says I instead of yeah or yes or whatever. <laughs> I. I yeah, that's true. Uh, yes. I. Yeah, I, he does. There's someone, yeah. in the, there's someone in the comments that continually, I think, I don't know if they're either from Scotland or if they're doing it to be kind of sarcastically funny, but they always go, aye, laddie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, laddie. Like, <laughs> what do you have to be laddie. like part of an old clan? <laughs> oh, clan. Oh, oh, yeah. Clan. You'd have to be a part of a, la a clan. That's almost well, like. We don't, what, what James doesn't tell you is that he is actually the last one of the Highlanders. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's the last of the Highlanders. Yeah, tell Dan. Tell Dan to get in here. One. We can talk to you guys. Oh, we got it's Scotty Mofo show. We got Captain Hodden joining us here. What did I do to my phone? Uh, Sasquatch what is did here. You do to your phone? I, don't I don't know what you did to your phone. Tom Fum. He oh, just ordered bad. the. He just ordered the new Knights final. I, I saw. So shouts, Tom. Nice. We, a um, lot of people getting that Knights final. Captain Hodden. Vinals. Vinal. Vinalials. Yeah. Analog Black Sheep. Uh, Roberto is not at work. He's at home. Okay. I was gonna say he's gonna get in trouble. <laughs> he, wa he watches driving. our. He downloads our show and watches it at work when he's supposed to be monitoring Forex cameras. Sales. How many people got in the chat? Raise your hand if you paid the seven hundred and sixty dollars. Well, my <laughs> wife did. <laughs> what for the for the for the retro tank? Oh no 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 no! Not for the uh, retro I, tank. I, I like, misheard. I misheard. Oh, yes. uh, yeah, Conley's like retro tank Forex. How many people bought that in the chat? Raise your hand. I wish seven hundred sixty dollars. I wish. I'm not. I don't uh, think me. it's. I don't think it's not worth it or anything. It's like for. It's for people who really want like all that pro stuff, all those pro aspects. But it is not plug yeah. and play. It is not like. Oh, it's on it's sale a tinkering, this weekend. It's okay. a tinkerer's device, a lot like the XRGB Mini was. So, I don't I know. Mean, it's tink in the name. So it does have tink in the name. It's sure. just that the the. The the Tink 5X is pretty much plug and play for the most part. So pretty you much. Know? How how steep is the discount on the sale this weekend? Oh God. I, I don't mean, know. It's still 760. So. Yeah. So yeah. Swooper really more. Swooper's in here. Swooper D is in the room. I don't know mm -hmm. if he can talk, but let me just see here. 
got Swoopa, and we got the Sega Hold It Gip. Is it possible to... I was trying to do a, an Ollie G accent, but I kind of failed. Focus this person. Yeah, I don't know where to... Dan, Dan's respect. on mute, but he's, he's here. Yeah, he's here. Oh, he's I just here. don't know if he can talk. Oh, there he is. Oh, yeah, wow. he's coming through. episode early, guys. Coming through Third live. Third collab episode. Got a full nice. Room. Nice, nice. Love it. Okay, so we've got we've got things to talk about for sure. Uh, lots of yes. Sega related news. Yeah, we should probably we should probably t t jump right into the the big uh, you know the Wait, elephant in the room. Can we do we can got, we do updates real got, quick? Does no. anybody else have Anyways, anything else that they I'm picked up? <laughs> uh, I did pick I up something. Been, I've been painting okay, my dollies. What'd you get, Dave? Uh, oh, we're almost done with magazines. We're, they're almost gone. Like all the A rank. I think what we got. We've got three A rank issues left, and that's it. Get and then, fast, guys. and then we've got like, I want to say we got like forty B rank issues, and then that's issue one done in the book, in the coffin. Hmm. Uh, it's I'm I can't wait until I'm go scrolling eBay and I end up finding one listed, and it's like super rare <laughs> Saturn magazine. Super rare, signed by Patrick, naked uh, naked photo included. <laughs> no, oh, I wanted. Man. To, what have you been doing? I just wanted <laughs> to show fans. The fans have been demanding it. And I wanted I've been uh, them out. sure. <laughs> so, so I bought. I've picked up a few long box games over the past year, and I didn't have those those protective cases that I typically get the retro protection. Um, You're and not I, wrapping so your shit, Dave. I picked up a bunch of those to so that I could get all of those games. Uh, condomed or whatever you want to call it get little game, game condoms um I but, like it. but i also while i was at it i also picked up uh console box protectors and these things oh, no. these things are lovely uh this is retro protection i used to do uh, video game box protectors but i don't think he does the console box protectors at least so you can kind of see the shine on here it is a yeah. it's a really sturdy plastic and it makes them not only nice to display but keeps them nice and safe so i've never heard of such a thing yeah so if you do have cool. if you do have some box consoles that you want to keep protected i highly recommend something like this they're not cheap they're about like between 20 and 30 dollars depending on the size of the console but i mean some you know the 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 plastic is going to be okay for a while but the cardboard is really delicate um, yeah like i'm actually I, thinking of picking a two of those up for my dreamcast because i have I would. I have, the, I have the Sack Wars one, and I have the uh, yeah. regular Dreamcast. So I'm considering getting the condoms for the, I would. the Dreamcasts. I would. Do you think I should? I think you should. And uh, especially, I mean, it doesn't matter where you're storing them. You're in Arizona, which is a really good thing. You're in a dry climate. It is yeah, it's, it's, no As long mold. as you keep it away from a window with direct sunlight, you should be okay. Um, I actually have blackout curtains too, so I have the perfect thing for mm. that. But that said, it's like you could move a chair and ding, like... Um, I I put a I put like a little gash in one of the boxes when I was just moving it, you know, Ooh. and I felt so bad. It's it's not a big deal, but it, it's like if I if it had been in there, it would have been fine, you know. So anyway, yeah. I highly recommend it if folks are like serious about keeping their stuff nice, you know. Um, but yeah, so that's the only pickup. I just wanted to mention it. Um, I also sent uh, I also picked up something for Pat, but I'm not going to reveal what it was until I. Yep. I'm able to send it to him, Secret but I did. Gift. I did send him the retro bit, his uh, his Japanese uh, Saturn pad, the analog wireless pro, which we'll talk about a little bit. And I sent Thanks. it priority, so I hope it gets there, like Relatively tomorrow. Quick. I don't know this evening or tomorrow. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I haven't checked. I haven't checked the mail yet. Maybe it'll be in there in the post. Was yeah. it the post? It was, it was a USPS priority. 
Um, that's all. That's all I have. I feel to... bad. I keep I keep ribbing on them for being British. I'm sorry, dudes. Yeah, you do. I love you all. <laughs> I know. Love the... you too, mate. You know, it's funny. I actually do call it the post. <laughs> After uh, I read too, Harry Potter too many times, and now I call it the post instead <laughs> instead <laughs> of the mail. Collecting the mail. Okay, uh, let's move on to news, I guess, because we've got so much to talk I didn't about. Get my personal updates. Oh wait. Okay, yeah. Let's do Pat. Wow. Oh. Or Dave. Wow. Or Dan. Well, I thought Dan's when I asked, you said you didn't have any updates. No, okay, I do go. have one. I've just been painting my Warhammer dollies. I got the. Nice. I don't know if anybody plays Warhammer, but I. I've gotten. I'm playing Imperial Guard now. The Kriegers are like these, mm-hmm. like, like these guy with the gas masks. Right. And the tanks are in the other room, but it's not really worth me running in there to get it. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm full Imperial Guard now. Uh, run a bunch of armies. I really like Warhammer a lot, and the painting's been really relaxing and calming my anxiety. You've gotten a lot better at it too. Like I've seen, I've seen the ones that you've shared, and it seems like since you started, you've gotten much more intricate with your painting. So Thank you. Good. It's it's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. I think I, 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 I kind of yeah. want to get into it too, uh, uh, but I'm I don't know if I would want to get into it for Warhammer. Or if there's like other ones that that you could do, you know, you, like you do like just modeling like the, uh, oh what's that called the uh, Gunpla stuff. Like you get stuff like you know for like uh, I know they have some virtual on ones you probably could get. I want like a Daytona mm-hmm. Hornet and oh that would be that would be crazy if you could just get a bunch for like Saturn games. You know like Daytona Hornet Knights. Yeah. You know, Sega uh, Rally course the licensing for those kind of things i don't know yeah we, we we got a we got analog black sheep played orcs and eldar in the chat respect for the orcs my roommate just started playing orcs she just destroyed my ass my demons so Rip. shout out orcs for killing me repeatedly but, oh this isn't yeah this isn't really news but um trekkies who's in the chat he sent me uh he sent me a video the other night it was really inappropriate no he sent me what was it it was star wars it was the it was the Return of the Jedi. It was that last scene, the where they're uh, going into the center of the Death Star, and yeah. um, it was, it was Cinepak, but it was mm. just gorgeous. Like it was. So it was m- running on your Saturn. It was running on my Saturn. It was just a. It was like a Ben Q kind of situation on the Satiator, and well, it was. He just put up a bunch of Cinepak videos in the uh, in the contest. Oh, in the okay. Sega okay. See, Saturn I haven't even seen that yet. This was like contest. This yeah. was like two nights ago, and I was just blown away by okay. it. Like I watched it several times. I was like, wow, this looks better than VCD. You know, it looks. No, we got a super it, chat. Really, really good. Super chat five dot five. Uh, eighty-five, I don't know eighty-five bits. Yeah, it's probably going to be um, Brazilian what, what, pesos. Yeah, what's is that what it's called? Uh, shout out five dollar uh, five Brazilian pesos from eighty five bit developers. Did you guys read the Washington Post interview about those new games? Yutsumi also talks about a virtual fighter. Greetings from Brazil. Yeah, we did read. Uh, we saw the the news on the VGAs. I was there and watched that. Um, mm-hmm. We did hear about rumors about the new virtual fighter. That's it'd be sick if they did it. I think no, I, uh, I know what he's talking about. Yeah, Washington Post. Uh, Gene Park wrote a story in Washington Post. I think for today's oh, I love, paper. I love her, or him. I don't know what gender they are. Him. Yeah, Gene Park yeah. is a man. He, he wrote a story where he interviewed. So they have a Kirby avatar um, with Bayonetta. So I wasn't sure. Oh uh, <laughs> no! I, they had his actual picture on the Washington Post wire. Which is where I went because I have access to it at work. Okay. I just follow them uh, on Twitter. So. I, yeah, we can we can talk about that story in a little bit because I did uh, grab it. Um, I won't read it all because that would be uh, copyright infringement. But we can kind of 
touch on a little bit. He, yeah, he interviewed uh, Utsumi. Dan, what's the worst that's going to happen? H bomber guys uh, gonna make a video on us? Yeah, <laughs> we don't want that to happen because he can ether people right off the internet. So we don't want to piss off. H-Bomber. I challenge his ass. Come I on, would not want to be in his crosshairs. Green H bomber no. guy, Mister, another British enemy for me to fight. But I love his videos. I, I watched that thing start to finish. Yeah, Amazing. I did too. It took a whole day, but man, it was yeah. a good video. Oh, I stayed up until like two in the morning. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Hey, I did like, you also I don't watch even... the Italarico one? Oh, of course. No, that was amazing. Oh, of course. No, the, the, no the Italarico one I was amazing. I guess I have to. You do. You, the the, oof, is, the Roblox oof. You gotta, yeah, it's you also very relevant. Oh, it's incredibly mm, relevant. Yeah, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, if, if you're interested in all video game history, there's a lot gets touched up on tangentially. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Cool. But all again, right, it's, so another, it's another like credit where credit is due kind of situation. You know, so. You're saying, Dan, I'm sorry for interrupting. Yeah, sorry with the joke. Uh, yeah, no, I was just saying, um, we can go over that in a, a little bit, uh, the Washington Post story where he interviewed, uh, Utsumi, who is the, uh, co-chief operating officer of Sega of Japan right now. Um, and he, he did talk about Virtual Fighter and he talked about the games that were announced last, uh, last night at the Game Awards. So, yeah, it was nice. a good uh, interview. Well, excellent. Um, anything um, else? For the record, the... Um, what? what? Go ahead, oh, Noah. Yep. It's uh, it's five Brazilian reals. Brazilian reals. Brazilian reals. Currency was. That's why it has an R. That that. Makes sense. I don't know why I didn't heart that. Sorry, I feel rude. Well, thank you for for the five uh, reals. Definitely, uh, thank you. Bits. Appreciate it. Um, that was a real thing to do. Yeah. You're a, he's a real one. He's a real <laughs> oh, developer. He's a develop. I, I'm curious though. 85 bits. It says you're a developer. What What do you develop? What, have you done any yeah. games? Homebrew. Put your, put your links in the chat. Yeah. Put your you links. Can't put links, but you well, can't. Just, just let. I, I'd be. I'd be interested to know like what kind of stuff you develop. Yeah. Just let us know. Yeah. We want to. We want to see that shit. We'll shout it out. Um. So While we're waiting for him to maybe type that up. Um. I. So I. Uh, my only pickups this week were. The the t the shirt here, um, which Very is a great pickup. shirt, Dan. It's awesome. Yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been playing a lot of trumpet, trying to get ready for Christmas. Really? Um, you play trumpet? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've played trumpet since I was nine. Do any um, Miles Davis? I'm not Miles Davis. <laughs> I said, do no, you do I, any play any Miles Davis? Sorry. Do I play Miles Davis? No. That's what I meant. Um, I don't. I didn't think you were Miles Davis though. So. Okay. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that would make no sense. Um, no, it's. I've been getting ready for Christmas to like play at church. So I've been. Practicing a whole bunch because I uh, kind of took a little break there uh, for a few months. Um, but for the last couple of weeks, I've been practicing like an hour a day. Try to get myself back into being uh, in mm -hmm. somewhat decent shape. Yeah. So doing all right. Cool. Yeah. We've yeah. got a, a new choir director who uh, has not heard me or my dad. I played trumpet with my dad as well. Um, he has not heard awesome. us play yet. So he's like, we're going to uh, bring our horns along to the practice on Tuesday. And uh, we'll run through some stuff, and hopefully he won't think that we sound like garbage. So hopefully <laughs> wish not. us luck. Have Pudgy Bunny send that video to us. We want to see that. She's not going to shoot a video. She won't be. She doesn't come along. Dang so, it. Pudgy, go yeah. along and send a video so I can watch it. Uh, I want to maybe, cheer Dan I'll on do a, virtually. I'll, I'll do a, a live stream. I'll, I'll play some Christmas music in the Discord. Oh, if, if, oh yeah. If that? you do in the Discord, I'll be down. Do it on the show. Okay. Yeah. I can. Thank you, Pudgy Bunny. We'll, we'll put that as a Patreon-exclusive content. <laughs> there you go get your i'm for sure ready that's what i've been doing eric yes uh i yeah. am finally kind of sounding halfway decent right now so feeling a little <laughs> better about that anyway that's <laughs> all right so are you guys ready to talk 
Sega uh, News, yeah. Saturn News. Uh, we really can talk Sega Saturn. No, let's pass. The thing is uh, best of Saturn, G Vector, G Spot. Oh, oh, G Vector. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Day, oh, uh, hey there. Where's Don't my mind? Where is my mind? Hit the disappear button on Dave, please. G Punishment Vector. Do. Okay, here. Hold on a second. I'll hit my own. There, disappeared. Good. Perfect. See, I don't have to do it anymore. All right. So let's continue on the story without Dave. I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, here we go. 85 bits replied. He said, uh, I'm currently an AI developer in the Rio de Janeiro state attorney. Already tried Ooh. Joe Engine. Oh, cool. Wait, well, hey, if you make anything uh, cool in, in Joe Engine. Let us know. On the Saturn. Yeah, let us know it. and no, post it up on uh, SegaExtreme.com because uh, that's where a and lot of the homebrew gets posted. posted. In the, yeah, posted in the contest thread. Right. The contest thread in SegaExtreme. That'd be awesome. We're just posting the Discord if you're not comfortable with that. We we want to see it. Sure. Yeah, Let's either see way. see your stuff. So anyway, yeah, G-Vector. G-Vector. Great game until you play it. <laughs> oh, you think so? You, you think so? Wow. Uh, I mean, yeah. It's, oh, what, it's you very hard. So, well, let me ask you this. Do you think that, uh, yes. you think that uh, Sky Target is better? <laughs> yes, because I can actually get past level one in Sky Target. So oh, I like Sky oh, Target okay. a lot better. Um, I, I mean, maybe if I... Maybe if I practice a little more in well, G-Vector, we'll maybe I could. 50 people, boys. Neither of uh, these are great. People. Yeah, neither of th this or or Sky Target are great games, but they're they're no, they're, they're not good like legendary games. games. They're decent. I yeah, I mean, G-Vector looks very cool. It's like a Star Fox like game, and I mean, I'll tell you right now, like the main reason I got an N64 when I was a kid was for Star Fox 64. Mm -hmm. Star Fox was the only game that I was jealous of Super Nintendo owners mm -hmm. of. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this this game, like this style of game is like my jam. Um, I like it's... it a lot. It's just you die in three hits and then you have to restart from the beginning of the level when you die. And you only get three continues unless you put in a cheat code, which only gives you nine. It's like... Yeah, and your it's ship, ridiculous. your ship kind of feels like it's on a leash. You know, like the way that it moves, it's kind of like not exactly smooth. It doesn't like have like yes. a floaty feel. Instead, it has like a really uh, stiff feel to it. The they use yeah, like more like a shmup's precise right. Movements. They use actual yeah. geometry for the for the um I don't know if you want to call it like the exhaust in the back. Like they couldn't figure out how mm -hmm. to make that like a particles or like a mesh mm -hmm. so they like literally use spikes That's on the back texture, of it yeah yeah it's like it's like spikes that uh polygonal spikes that are like te colored with like a it's 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 just a little janky and i mean definitely when you compare it to a game like uh panzer dragoon's vi right which is just a, mm -hmm. a feast for the eyes this one falls a little short but still you know it's one of those games let's see what Peter wrote about it real quick. Uh, G Vector is sure. a third per a three D third person shmup that reminds me of games like Space Harrier and Panzer Dragoon. Uh, you're equipped with both standard shot and lock on laser. You move a reticle across the screen and target enemies. The three D is serviceable and the action is fast paced. Uh, you have some shield power, so you aren't a one-hit wonder. But you, but should you die, even at the stage boss, it's back to the beginning for you. Another expensive Japan-only Japan Saturn title. Japanese only. Japanese well, only. This actually supports the 3D control pad. I didn't realize that. I should have tried that out. I wonder yeah. if that would make it feel better. Maybe. Um, Moose Track asked, uh, is this a Japan-exclusive, Saturn-exclusive? Yes to both. Yes I, to I both. believe it is a Saturn-exclusive. It is definitely a Japanese exclusive. Came out uh, October 1997. It was developed and self-published by Soft Office. <laughs> I'm just looking here on good old cigaretro.org. Oh, that's fine. Um, and there's Peter. God, Office. no, Dan, watch out behind you. <laughs> no! What's going on? I'm, 
I'm not looking at the screen. <laughs> I'm trying to do research for the chat. Run, Dan, run. Uh, anyway, uh, they looks like they put out three other games on the Saturn. They put out um, St. Elmo's no Kiseki, uh, Daibokan. Oh, is that the St. Elmo's, Elmo's Fire? St. Elmo's Fire. Yeah, yeah the uh, they also did uh, Paste Muses. Paste Muses, I don't know what game this is. And also the Phantom Fish. Oh, that was unreleased. Hmm. So they didn't actually put out the fish. Oh. Uh, so what's pastel? Oh, pastel muses. Uh, mm -hmm. I can't read. It's a puzzle game that is similar to Bust a Move. Yeah, it we came out around the same today. time. We, we don't have people in the chat. Shouts Welcome out. Welcome in everybody. For Thank what you. it's Thank worth, you for, watching. for what it's worth, we don't have that many of these kind of like three D into the back. Right. You know, shooters on it the set. It is kind of unique. So it is kind yeah. of unique in that way. You do have Panzer, the Panzer Dragoon games. You have. You have uh, Dan's favorite, Target. Sky Target. You got G-Vector. And we got Stellar Assault if you consider But Stellar Assault is not on rails. So Stellar Assault right, is more. No. So it's not really the same same thing. No, this is really an on-rail shooter. It's an on-rail shooter. Yeah, right. this is an on-rail shooter. I think Peter called it a shmup. And I mean, while the feel it's a of shooter. it, like you were saying, Dave, is a little yeah. shmupish, it's more like an on-rail shooter. That's what I would um, consider it. Just a, yeah, just a, I, I mean, like Stellar Assault is a... Uh, it's space a space sim. combat, combat simulator. Sim. Exactly. Yeah. Space sim. Arcadey though. Like it's it's uh -oh. definitely Oh, it's still arcadey. Yeah. You're yeah. not like fiddling really with uh, you right. don't need a keyboard overlay like you're playing X Wing or anything. Yeah, like that. exactly, exactly. Oh, so, do you, you don't need the monster controls like for the Xbox game, the bat was a steel battalion? Yeah, no, I've I've actually used that too. That is so cool. To I use get that, that. My, my friend's dad had that and I always wanted to try oh, yeah. that. Mm um it's very neat do we these aren't in order actually but do we want to talk sega news or retrobit news first uh, we can go to the sega news friends the sega guys want to chime yeah, in yeah absolutely talk about that. by all means we'll because I'll, I'll, I, after this if you guys haven't watched it the sega guys put out a, a excellent very yeah a, a great uh about half hour long video on youtube where the two of them go over uh last night's big sega game announcements and mm -hmm. kind of give their thoughts on it so maybe they can kind of give us a little bit of a um a, definitely a, a like a summary yeah uh maybe here thoughts today. that they forgot that they didn't talk about in the video you know happens maybe. all the time like you think you know you make a whole video and you forget yeah sometimes so uh, I mean, so, so anybody who hasn't heard somehow or you're just listening on the podcast and you want to know what we're talking about uh last night at the game awards sega uh put out a cool um video that announced five new games that are in development and they're all uh like classic beloved sega franchises that are making a comeback um do, I, do you want to say what their names are dave you wrote this story so i'm sorry sure still no, yeah. here I, I actually i don't mind at all just getting the info out okay. there so essentially yeah uh during the the game awards this was their live premiere the sega live yes. premiere i don't i think fans were expecting some news from sega i don't think any right. fans were expecting well, i don't sega think anybody out, uh, yeah because the rumors they sent right. cards to all these like live streamers and influencers and stuff saying, "Hey, right. new era, new energy." This is down the here. Yeah, you can see like down here. This is what they put out. Yeah. They put out this new era, new energy, power the next level. And folks were yeah. like, "Oh, VF, it's going to be Virtual Fighter Six, yeah. or it's going to be." We have like a Virtual Fighter. Right. I'm a fan of the show. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Maximum, uh, Maximum, Maximilian Dude. He got one. Yes. I think a lot of people thought because it went to a lot of fight FGC right. streamers, they thought it was right. going to be like a 
of Virtual Fighter is like, oh, here we go, Virtual Fighter Six. But what they don't know is that Maximilian Dude is also a mega Saturn Sat- fan and a Sega fan. Yeah. What they all had in common, those people all had in common, were that they were big Sega fans. And uh, yeah. so the trailer opens, and I'm I am gonna have uh, the Sega guys chime in here in a second. But the trailer opens to. Uh, do you want to? Just show the trailer. We could just show the trailer. trailer dude. Let's show the trailer, trailer and then we'll talk about it. Okay, so here we go. Without further ado, this is the trailer that everybody saw last night and we're blown away by. Okay. Yo yo. Save the game. Really? Of course I did. Let me reintroduce you. like the classic Sega scare oh, absolutely yeah so yeah you can yeah, see it opens touch. on those easter egg items uh like the the skateboard and the the helmet the glove mm-hmm. the crazy taxi and then all they're sucked into this like light emanating i don't know if they're sucked into the shinobi cab or whatever but then they get spit out I as, mean, that, uh, that's a good suck if i yeah, said like you it. you got uh you got the classic cel-shaded look of uh jet set radio albeit much higher detail and resolution akin to mm-hmm. i want to say the recent zelda game you know breath of the wild that kind of thing uh see the iconic protagonist beat performing ridiculous grinds grabs and flips before cutting away to pirate radio dj professor k it's at radio. You got Streets of Rage with uh, it's now fully 3D rotating isometric kind of uh, scene uh, with it's Axel like cool Stone. Axel Stone pounding the daylights out of uh, Galcia in a flurry of flames and and light as Eddie Skate Hunter glides over to lend a helping hand. I wrote these little things just to yeah. give people an idea of what they can expect. Yeah, hand drawn graphic styling uh, for Shinobi, similar to Okami. Oh man, uh, I'm so high for Shinobi. I'll like, be Shinobi it looks is so good. 2D. Shinobi is my favorite of the games that they announced. Yeah. Oh we, my god. We see Joe Musashi riding his trusty dog from Shadow Dancer across a large plane with a gigantic looming figure in the distance and we see him jump and flip his way across platforms and dispatch bosses with shuriken and lightning strikes you got golden axe i think honestly i'm really excited for golden axe because i just Are i you? want a game yeah it looks multiplayer here um well it should be multiplayer because golden axe you know uh we open to a scene of dwarf gilius thunderhead rolling for cover and then circling a group of enemies for a quick attack as tyrus flare shoots flames at a horde of oncoming foes. We also briefly see a glimpse of uh, Gilius riding the notably much more speedy chicken leg. You can see him here riding a really 
quick chicken leg. They weren't that fast on the Genesis. Uh, and then, of course... I like the look of them. I like the look of the chicken leg in this version. It's very... Oh, yeah. Very demonic-esque, like, comic. I like it. Probably the most exciting one for me here is uh, is Crazy Taxi, because if, yeah. if we're to believe what we're seeing here, Gina's cab is soaring over a jump headed straight for a collision with another taxi, Axel. Uh, is this to be like a multiplayer battle royale type thing, uh, like version of Looks Crazy like a Taxi? Cops and robbers mode too. Yeah, yeah they've, like they've... the the rumor is that um, the <laughs> uh, Jet Set Radio and Crazy Taxi games are going to be games as service type games, so they mm -hmm. may be like free to play online multiplayer type things. Which uh, season crazy with... Taxi uh, shark cards? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer that they're that they're games as a service, but I get it. Right. I mean, that's what's popular, you know. And yeah. Sega Fortunate. Needs to I will make play money. it. I'll still play <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, my dumbass will still play it. You're, of course, you will. Right. Uh, yeah, so it doesn't mean it's not going to be fun, you know. So. They I mean, also as as it's fun. That's what's important. They also alluded to more games. That to me yes. just says there's a lot more in the pipeline. These are the ones that were ready to show uh, in in such mm -hmm. an announcement. But I mean, who knows what else that they could be working on? What we don't yeah. know is who exactly is working on all of these. We do know that they... him and and when they're coming out. They didn't say any kind of release. Well, I heard that frame. it was the original team that was working on Jet Set Radio. Uh, Jet Set Radio. Um, yes, and I believe Utsumi did say in his interview in the Washington Post that uh, they got. Some of the original creators of Jet Set working on this new one. Well, I wonder so, if they're gonna have the musician go. on there for Jet Set coming back. What's his name? Yeah, I, I don't know. He um, he did a he did Cyberfunk. He, uh, he did a bomb was it Bomber Cyberfunk recently, which oh, is an yeah. amazing mm. game. Can I? Yeah, I just want to would bug him about Jet Set, and he'd be like, "Don't bug me, bug Sega. <laughs> it's their IP." I yeah, want to play a reaction for folks real quick. Hideki just... Naganuma, thank you. Yes, that's it. Really love, am. love him. One of my favorite musicians. I just want to show real quick some of the reactions that folks are having on on yeah. uh, Twitter here, real this? quick. That second one I think is kind of Sega. Shinobi, what is this? Why did I disappear? Oh, oh. oh. duck out of the way. Oh, I'm gone. Oh. Okay, <laughs> that didn't work. Gotta keep it local. This guy is just out of his mind. <laughs> oh my god. Man, we're at 62. We're at 67 before. S Sasquatch said outrun, please. And I'm totally there with you. I, <laughs> I, would, love, I would love them to do an, a new outrun game. Of course... That's that's a that's a series that they actually have given quite a bit of love to over the years. It's like everybody I think is feeling Shinobi, right? Like cuz there's a, yeah. there's a there's a series that they just haven't haven't given the love uh that that they should have, I think, you know, for what yeah, an amazing Yeah, Shinobi is the best looking one out of them in my opinion. I mean, I do like, I do like Jet, yeah. Jet Jet Set, but I love mm -hmm. like Shinobi like I'm not even a big fan of Shinobi, but that looked mm, mm -hmm. muy perfecto indeed, very Yeah, beautiful. and like I it hasn't been confirmed who's making what like you said, Dave, but like I would almost bet money that Lizard Cube, the makers of Streets of Rage 4, right. and uh, one of the Wonder Boy, I think Dragon's Trap, Wonder mm -hmm. Boy Dragon's Trap, uh, I would bet money they're the ones who are behind that Shinobi game because it just looks like their style. Mm -hmm. You know, They have that beautiful hand-drawn uh, animation style that they put into all their characters, but it's still HD mm -hmm. um, and just... Uh, and just the, all those beautiful backgrounds that you see in like Street of Rage Four, like you can just kind of like feel that coming through in that uh, those little, that little clip of Shinobi. 
So one thing I will yeah, say, I'll bet they're behind it. Um, wait, uh, wait, Jet the, Set, though, I think is probably being made internally by Sega. I'm not sure which teams. It might be some of their European teams. But um, it'd be nice to get some internal, internal stuff because I know that's. I know that Sega's been really into like putting it out to third-party developers and like other people, like throwing it to yeah. uh, throwing it to some of the other other companies out there. Because I know that's been the big thing, and some of them were successful. Some of them were kind of, eh. There's but, just something. Know. There's something very conspicuous missing here. Um, any Saturn representation. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? So like, you you got the you got the Genesis, and then you skip over to the Dreamcast, and so when when. Uh, Folks like Captain Howden here in the comments say uh, knights, you know, then I'm really feeling mm -hmm. that because I just wish, you know, I just wish that they would acknowledge us Saturn fans too, you know, like where's uh, the new Dragon Force? Come on, Sega. Or, yeah, or where's, where's the Rock and Rotor remake? Or Clockwork yeah. Knight. So, uh, ironically, uh, I would like to see something happen with Fantasy Star that isn't just another PSO clone. Uh, Honestly, that'd be kind of fun, like oh a my PSO, God. like a single player game, a like, Burning mm -hmm. Rangers sequel. Trekkies hit the nail on the head. Like, um, I think Burning Rangers yeah. today in 2024 or 25, whatever, I think that franchise has the potential to do really well because yeah, I think work. that yeah. folks are I ready. Before anybody says it, anyone says Mr. Bones getting banned in the chat. <laughs> no, Mr. No. Bones. Technically, technically. Yeah. Sega funded that whole development. They did. Uh, same, way Mr. Bug, oh. same way Bug is as well. All right. right. So, so we know they're in development. Uh, yeah. Folks are cautiously optimistic. Uh, we're no strangers to disappointment yeah. here and there. But I mean, and, and we've I also say, seen I'm Sega. Not, by this time, I'm a Sega fan. We've so. also seen Sega put that put out some good stuff here and there. You know, uh, so there's re there's reason to be hopeful. And I'm just curious uh, about Sega guys. Uh, so you guys did your video and you had your takes on it. Do, would you like to kind of elaborate on that? Give us some thoughts. James, um, I it was it was it was um, it was brilliant to see. I mean, I didn't see it until I woke up this morning, and Dan had been up long before me. He he'd woke up and sent me a, a WhatsApp with a link to the tweet with the trailer. So, yeah, what like, time was that for you guys? That must have been like one. three in the morning. Oh, mm. I, I, I got it. I mean, it's uh, six o'clock, six o'clock, and obviously, <laughs> first thing I do is open Twitter. First thing I do when I see Sega trending is 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 message James, of course. <laughs> oh, okay, so you weren't watching the event, right? You weren't like watching no, the game awards. No, like no. It, it was. I was gonna say that was the latest night for them. Yeah. Yeah, so we we missed the reveal. So you know, everyone was partying without us. We were late to the party. I wish we joined us. <laughs> yeah. I was a. I, I just, as soon as I saw it, I tweeted it out on Shiro just because it's like, okay, let's get that sweet Twitter engagement. Mm -hmm. So, what did you guys All think right. when you first woke up and saw this trailer? The. The first thing that I thought was the screenshot of Jet Set Radio. Now, mm. if you remember the one we've seen with the whole cast of characters, it's that exact visual style that we've seen. <laughs> it. And people kind of wrote it off as, as being AI generated or fake. Mm -hmm. Now, someone had reached out to me. Yeah, someone reached out to me um, privately, but obviously didn't want me to, to name them. Um, and in their job they they kind of they're in japan and they had said to me that they visited sega hq in japan and had seen get set radio running yeah. so they said to me that that screenshot is real but um 
that was as much as I said. But it's one of those things where you can't go out on Twitter and say, oh, I know that's real, someone's told me because the trolls hey. just turn on you and go, you know, you're talking rubbish. So, you know, I, I just sat there quite kind of quietly confident. I'd passed in for Dan about it as well, mm-hmm. that, that it is real. Um, and then we see the trailer and, and boom, it's the exact same visual style. The beat design's the exact same. Everything about it looks exactly the same. So, yeah, it's it's good that we're not getting just remasters. I think remasters would have been nice, but I think the fact that what they're trying to do is pay homage to the original vision of the game, but at the same time, trying to bring something new and fresh. I mean, Dan joked that Crazy Taxi looks like, you know, Crazy Taxi Hot Pursuit. It's like a Need for Speed. You've got the cops and robbers thing going on there. Yeah. Um, it's got the classic San Francisco look with the hills in the background. You know, as Dan said in our video this morning that we, we got out, it doesn't look like there's a lot of opportunities for the Crazy Hop, which Crazy Taxi 2 and 3, for me, I think Crazy Taxi 1 is a product of its time and it captures that 99-2000 vibe perfectly. Um, and to bottle that and try and reuse it, it doesn't work. Uh, I just think that Crazy Taxi 2 and 3 proved that too. was too complicated. The map was a maze. You didn't know where you were going. When do you use the hop? You know, It was just too too convoluted. Three tried to do the, the, a mixture of both and didn't know what it wanted to be. So it looks like what they've done here is went back to the classic look. You see Gina, you see Axel with his classic cab. The license plates are instantly recognisable. Mm-hmm. The design of the cabs, you know, so they're, they're taking the classic Crazy Taxi 1 formula, mm-hmm. but they're trying to add something new, whether that's a, a cops and robbers style. You know, you've seen in the, the clip that someone's actually controlling a police car chasing the taxis and there's multiple taxis on screen so Dan you'd mentioned about it being like a game as a service yeah if that's the case that that might be a bit disappointing but um yeah more disappointment as a service am I right yeah but I mean at the same time I don't want to kind of criticize or overly praise any of the games because it's very early footage some of the games I think are further ahead than others um, yeah but it's this is what we've been crying out for and in that article that you know um that dan flex mentioned that's in the washington post where uh, it certainly talks about you know several of the the kind of games that they're looking to kind of bring forward and things like that so Mm -hmm. hi it's it's you know the the stuff about virtue fighting as well that they want to make it more dramatic and i don't know what they're going to do to make it more dramatic because it is rooted in realism they did say something about there's no special moves in virtue fighter and i'm like well it's like that for a reason but yeah there's there's games here that you can see shinobi looks pretty much um more or less i think looks playable Jet Set Radio looks very playable. Maybe the open world needs to be a bit more populated. You know, if, if you think back to Jet Set Radio Future, how populated those streets were, people would shove you, they would shout at you, they would, you know, you'd have to fight your way through them. So mm. maybe there's a wee bit of kind of um, development to be done on the kind of open world aspect of that. But, you know, Dave, you said Golden Axe. You know, I, I called that Golden Axe meets God of War. It's like... Yeah. This, you know, but hopefully um, this one will be I'll good. Though I mean, I don't want to be yeah, overly well, critical or overly negative. Like that—that's easy to do. You know, it's easy to like pull these things apart. But like here they are, and I and I get it. Believe me, I, it's just here they are actually giving you know unearthing these old franchises and giving them some new life. 
I I am cautiously optimistic. They do say new era, new energy. What does new energy mean? Like how how much liberty are they going to take? Um, yeah, hopefully mm-hmm. new energy doesn't mean more games as a service consistently. But here's the a, thing. No, that's the energy well, I don't they, want. They said, they said new energy refers to they want to go back to the rebellious energy of the Dreamcast. Yeah. That's, that's the exact, I mean, that's that's cool the exact word. Then. Okay. Um, yeah, my, my, my thing that I, uh, I, I did want to go back to on, though, real quick, sorry, uh, is that you mentioned that they, they, they're focusing more new games and remakes. And I think, uh, I think maybe that's just like what they've seen from the license they've had, like, the remakes of uh, like the remakes of the Pan's Dragoon and House of the Dead were kind of, eh. While some of the newer games like Streets of Rage Four and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and some of the newer IPs that they based off are doing pretty well and were pretty damn successful. So even Pan's Dragoon got better. Like it, it, I've played it subsequently, and it's it's they've been able to polish it, you know, and make it better. But it was like that day one first impression that really hurt it. Yeah, and it's so like, I mean, like just sales numbers and stuff. Too, I said in like, the article they can't yeah. rush this; they need to make sure it's fully baked before they take these out of the oven. You know, they yeah. can't just try to rush yeah. them out there for whatever holiday or for whatever you know, like because if they do that, folks are going to be disappointed, and then it's just going to add to this narrative that Sega can't do right by their franchises when really it just takes time and dedication you know it's like nintendo doesn't put a game out until it's ready and sometimes that Mm -hmm. means waiting you know i'm i'm looking forward to the sonic cycle being applied to every single sega ip yeah yeah one thing i'm excited about is that we've heard things behind closed behind closed doors about uh rumors of other stuff coming out too i I don't think we can talk about in there but there's there's stuff more in the works that's probably gonna be more geared towards us coming with Sega, mm-hmm. but we like like literally it's, it's just like a whole, it's just a big rumor mill like to be honest with you. But like like from what we've heard though, I think Sega's really gearing up to like blow people's minds in twenty twenty four and twenty five. I think what's gonna come out is gonna please pretty much everybody around the spectrum. If of course these games are good and what they what they're going to do to make our community happy would be great as well but i mean dave could probably talk on that as well that i think that sega's everyone really talk about how i think sega's in a good uh i guess a good trajectory dave would you say that's a good thing yeah yeah i mean i i'm i'm i have to like stand corrected on a lot of things because like uh I went on record just months ago talking about Sega and Sammy and being very jaded about like whether we would see like any of these IPs that we saw in the in the opening, you know, uh, independent film of of the Sonic 2 movie, you know, you see all these IPs mm-hmm. and you think, yeah, we'll never get any of those and okay, so I I stand corrected here. I am kind of curious to know, I want to ask James, what specifically is it about say uh Golden Axe that you're not liking? Um, well, that that was one of the ones that I actually thought looked really interesting. That's what I said on on our video this morning. Um, you know, Dan and I had a, a good discussion about it. It does look interesting. I mean, I I had thought that if they were going to pick one to go into a third person three D environment, it wouldn't have been Golden Axe. I thought it would have been Shinobi, mm-hmm. and they might have went down the kind of Ghost of uh, Tsushima kind of model, you know, ninjas that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was probably thinking more Ninja Gaiden on the Xbox. Yeah, but I mean, in three D, I'm thinking, well, how how is that going to work? I mean, I'll, I'll bring I'll bring uh, Dan in because he's he's been kind enough to join us, and I've kind of done most of the talking for us. So, Dan, what, what's your take on on Golden Axe? Yeah, Golden Axe is one that I actually thought 
initially my first reaction to it was uh i thought it looked a bit a bit ropey to be honest but as i've rewatched the trailer and especially as we had our discussion earlier and we kind of click through it and kind of really delve into the into the footage mm -hmm. it actually looks great and i think i think it's your comment james that turned me around on it and said it looks like golden axe does got a war and you notice that it comes in at the same over the shoulder angle that you see in Resident Evil 4, God of War, Last of Us, Gears of War, and the fact that it's a, a it's clearly a co-op game, obviously an online co-op game because you've got mm -hmm. three characters in motion at the same time, and maintaining that perspective. If I, if you you know, and we try not to get too over excited about these games in the same way that we try not to be overly critical because we've literally seen seconds of their footage. But right. In my head, it really could be if if you combine the combat of God of War with kind of the multiplayer of Gears of War, that really could be something something interesting. So I really warmed up to it. I think it was Streets of Rage that was probably the one that I felt most, I don't want to say disappointed, but most concerned about. I think the apprehensive. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because, because of that, like, stiff. rotating isometric view? What was it I, I, about I think it? it was the, I think it was like the hit stun. You see, you see Axe would do that two-hit kick, and it's very, you know, stiff. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of mounts Gaussia mm -hmm. um, in the next scene, and it just felt a bit, a bit stiff and a bit slow for Streets of Rage now. And it's the perspective as well. Right. And I was thinking, is this going to be like my first reaction to that was this looks like Fighting Force. Right. Um, but it, it's you know it could be a Fighting Force, or it could be it could be Streets of Rage meets Dynamite Decker, which that that would be actually exciting. So I'd yeah. be down for that. That sounds really yeah. cool. 100%. Yeah. So we don't know which way these games are going to go at the moment, but um, I think I think Streets of the Rage is the one that I was you know the most dubious of but mm -hmm. golden axe really grew on me i think if you if you imagine that that plays like god of war like the ps4 ps5 versions i think that's gonna be great i mean i'm yeah. hoping that I... sega continues to be the company that listens to their fans and that fans are vocal about this kind of stuff and they and that sega understands that we have very high expectations that these games feel like these games you know like golden axe mm -hmm. feels like golden axe at the end of the day shinobi has to feel mm -hmm. like a shinobi game and, and that that one actually looks pretty promising to be honest but i yeah, mean yeah honestly, shinobi yeah shinobi's definitely the runner for me winner for me um though definitely the winners for me are pretty much all of them besides still when i'm kind of hesitant about crazy taxi to me it's like Maybe oh, yeah? it's just maybe it's just not impressive. I mean, it's kind of cool, but I don't know. It's like all of them sort of have that same energy of the game. But Crazy Taxi, like I think somebody said in the chat for who it was, said it felt like you know a burnout game or it felt out need for speed. Right. Which I'm not like like I said, all these games capture that energy, but I think Crazy Taxi is the one that captures at least. There's a lot but more again, chaos. Is a lot more yeah. like flash and chaos, but you just you won't know until you have it in your hands and you're and you're able to say, okay, yeah, this feels like a like a crazy taxi game, you know? Are, is it gonna have the is it gonna have the same you know like the voices and the, oh, what kind of music is it gonna have? That's important, you know, because I mean, mm -hmm. obviously they may not be able to get Offspring, but I mean, will they be able to get a good soundtrack where they can capture the same vibe? You know, that's that's another thing. I hope thing. so too, and I hope they have good variety of it. I think hip hop's really, really important for that game too. I think it'd be cool to have. Mm -hmm. Well, we well, I mean, it'd be cool like have stations where it's like, oh, a hip hop thing, or you know, rock or metal or something. That'd be kind of neat. Just like something yeah. to like, the you thing... know, diversify. Sorry, what were you saying? Yes. No, the the thing with um, the streets of rage as well, and again, I says this to Dan in the chat we had this morning, is that now it could just be because they've created that environment to just show off an example of the gameplay but it looked very closed off 
you know, all all sides, it looks like, a, for all intents, it reminded me not just of fighting force, but it gave me kind of Power Stone vibes in terms of mm-hmm. the the angle that the, the fighters yep. went at, the way, it, the way it zoomed in on specials, then it zoomed back out, multiple players on screen, as I said, there's crates lying about, and you pick those up and throw them at enemies to smash them to get access to the knives and the baseball bats and the, the chicken to increase your health. I mean, again, it might just be that... What they've shown, as I said, is just a development in a style area to show what it will look like. But I couldn't see any part of that scenery where the characters had walked into that area. Oh, so right. I'm, I'm, again, could it be like a, a, a different take? Could well, maybe well they hopped like the a, fence. A, maybe they hopped that fence you know, on the left. Well, they might have, <laughs> you know, it's, but it's just, it, it was the angle, it was the way it zoomed out to yeah. show all the kind of the, the characters and zoomed in for the specials. And I just thought, yeah, Fighting Force meets kind of Power Stone, the kind of the, the vibe I got off it. But I, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. I'm glad it's not just, you know, remasters, that they're trying to do something new. And as you said, Dave, it's, it's capturing that, that kind of, you know, special kind of ingredients that, that make a Sega game a Sega game. Mm-hmm. You know, to the the, mu- the music, the sound effects. I mean, with Golden Axe, there's plenty of lore in the background that they can dig into yeah. to flesh out a story. You know, so aye, it's, it's crazy. It's to exciting think... times. What were you gonna say? No, as I say, it's exciting times. It's just a case of, you know, it's the and more yeah. that, oh. that excites me oh as well. Oh my god, I mean, right? Yeah. Because you know. yeah. I think I remember speaking of Power Stone, I remember them saying that Power Stone, at least Capcom, was in the works. Like, so they talked about, like, having a oh. new one, like, by 2025 or something. Oh, yeah. Don't even it, it was, like, off. a while ago. It was, like, a year or two ago we talk, covered it, but... That might be possible, and that we might actually get a new Power Stone, which would be kind of neat. I know that. Or that's a Capcom, but still. Capcom yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, like I think yeah. Capcom's been a little bit better at taking risks and being good for that. So I would love to see that. But yeah, like I said, I'm curious what the more is going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like, honestly, I would like another shot at Soccer Wars. I know that they mm-hmm. got. I would love reason. that. Yeah. No, I would love it too. Shot I think actual... America's finally ready for it. I do. I at least, yeah. at least, yeah. There's a subculture that's ready for it. Um, yeah, I, I do want to say for the record, when it comes to like us being hard on Sega or, or, you know, depend, you know, with us kind of, you know, being cautiously optimistic, I just want to say that there's a lot more at stake for these games that are just now making their transition from 2d to 3d you know i mean that's something that should have happened back in the saturn era right you know exactly yeah. and it probably and that's, did that's a point it, well hold on i'm not done it, it's it probably Sorry. was trying to be done behind closed doors and they just couldn't get it they couldn't figure it out whereas like something like uh i, I agree with pat like i'm gonna be much more judgmental of crazy taxi and jet set radio because they started as 3d franchises they're iterating on what was already done incredibly well so it's like i am going to be i am going to judge those pretty hard you know because how how well do they capture that original vibe but with this you're going to have to have some grace with these 2d titles that are transitioning to 3d because it's almost impossible for them to capture the exact same vibe when they're when they're completely changing like the dynamic um but i'm hoping that they're able to do it as much as possible to where we all feel like okay this does feel like a spiritual like this feels like this game should feel as a 3d title you know um no exactly like, like i said i think go ahead emerald I, I, oh okay so go ahead. I'll, I'll let him go then i'll talk yeah emerald you go then i'll talk 
so I was going to say, uh, for, from a game design perspective, they necessarily have to change the core gameplay loop. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there is no clean way to do 2D to 3D. Um, and every game that's done this has had some sort of change. It happened to Rayman and Sonic and and uh, Mario and what have you. There's going to be a fundamental mm-hmm. change in pace, and it's not going to feel the same, and it can't feel the same. But they're doing this so late in the game that there's a lot of stuff to crib off of. Yes. Now, there's yeah. some bad stuff to crib off of. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm seeing this footage right now from Golden Axe, and I'm thinking of the last Baldur's Gate game, which was not well received. Um, looks very similar. As but in obviously, two, not three, three, right? the one that just won uh, game no, of the no, year. Not, no, 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 the no, not not Baldur's Gate three. Um, the the Dark Alliance. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. Oh, okay. Uh, multiplayer co-op Dungeons and Dragons game kind of fell under the radar. Wasn't that didn't look that good, but looks very similar to this. So necessarily, there's going to be a lot of stuff to crib off of, and the easiest thing to do would be try to crib off of the more successful ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I, honestly, I look I look at the street fight or the, the Streets of Rage thing, and I kind of think uh, probably they're, they're going to steal some some uh, notes from Arkham and uh, and Shadow of Mordor for the combat uh, cues. So there's probably you know going to be timing like and reaction. It, it, Dan, to me, it, it's looking like the Soccer Wars. Uh, the Soccer Wars, the new one that came out, the Shin Soccer Wars. That's mm-hmm. the gameplay with that. What's really interesting is that Shinobi has already been 3D, and now they're taking it back to its roots. Of just right, it was 3D on the PS2 yeah. with right. uh, Shinobi and Nightshade, right? Just called Kunoichi in Japan, and they realized that everybody just wants another 2D side-scrolling Shinobi game. At yeah. least well, I do. Or, or it, it might be going this way because maybe they went to Lizard Cube and said, "Okay, you did a great job with Streets of Rage 4. Mm-hmm. What do you want to work on next?" And all those developers at Lizard Cube are like huge old-school Sega fans, so they probably mm-hmm. were like. Man, it would be awesome if we could do Shinobi. Can we do a 2D Shinobi? And Sega's like, sure. You know what? You did a great job. You can do whatever you want. Make a Shinobi. The make thing it cool. is, it's make the too, best 2D Shinobi you can. It's 2D, but there's still like depth to it because you see these oh, ro- yeah. these rooms are like sprawl have this like sprawling depth to them where you can see all yeah, the way to the background, absolutely. and um, you got all of the these like you know bloom effects and stuff like that and it just it's such a beautiful the two seconds that we get of it i just can't Mm -hmm. even imagine how great it's going to be you know when they flesh it out you know but uh if i could could, uh bring up that washington post story sure uh, sure written by gene Mm -hmm. park um yeah he interviewed shuji utsumi and uh, Utsumi-san is the co-chief operating officer at Sega. And he, it all, story also identifies him as the CEO of Sega of America, which I checked his LinkedIn. He doesn't say he's the CEO of Sega of America, but I mean, maybe he just hasn't updated his LinkedIn. Maybe it's a new thing. Um, but Utsumi uh, did work at Sega before. He actually, um, before Sega, launched the PlayStation 1. He helped launch the PS1. Um and then Sega hired him away in the fall of 1996 to be uh, in charge of their product development. Mm-hmm. And he held that role for two years until 1998 when he got uh, made in charge of like all of their first party development. Um, and he oversaw the, the launch of the Dreamcast. And he actually left Sega in the fall of 2000, right before, I guess, everything officially oh. fell apart. Right, the fall, um, and he wanted to do other things. He worked with, um, at, at like, uh, he helped co-found what was it, Q? He like he helped the the company that made Lumens and, um, uh, yeah, Q, and Q, that sort Q, of thing. Q had some really good stuff. Entertainment, really yeah, yeah. So he's been involved with that. Well, he is back at Sega. He got rehired with Sega in uh, the year 2020. Um, 
and I was just looking at his LinkedIn for that sort of stuff. And he has been since promoted to being the uh, co-COO. And uh, he's kind of sort of in a, I guess, sort of a similar position to what he was before back in you know the late 90s, but kind of even higher, uh, where he's sort of overseeing um, new games that Sega will be making. And so I think it's interesting to, to look at the fact that he oversaw the launch of the Dreamcast, the product development of all the games that would be coming out of the Dreamcast from mm -hmm. that all would have started developing late nineties. Um, and, and the actual launch of the console. Um, when you look at the games that are being announced here that were in this trailer last night, we have two, uh, really big, well-known franchises from the Dreamcast. Well, uh, Crazy Taxi was originally an arcade game, and then it got ported to the Dreamcast. But I mm -hmm. think it's well-known for being associated well with the Dreamcast. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and then Jet Set Radio, of course, is a Dreamcast uh, exclusive, or it was when it was originally made. Um, so, And he says in this story, that, uh, which I think um, uh, was referenced before, we really want to show edginess and a rebellious mindset uh, he said, recalling Sega's cultural impact as the alternative game console. Um, he, uh, which uh, later in the story, he's, he's, he refers to the Dreamcast specifically. Um, you know, he says the Jet Set Radio for the Dreamcast was an experimental game that, uh, you know, mixed different concepts. Um, so, uh, you know, I think he's kind of looking back on his time at Sega and thinking, well, okay, we made some cool stuff back then. Why don't we bring that back as we're looking at things? to bring back and uh um you know some of these other like shinobi originally was an arcade game golden axe was originally an arcade game uh even though we associate them very heavily with um the genesis and they did have entries technically on the saturn too um but yeah it is unfortunate like the saturn isn't represented and uh he doesn't mention anything saturn except at the very end of the story when he mentions virtual fighter an arcade game that is heavily uh, associated with the saturn and he says, we are evaluating right now uh, a new Virtual Fighter. Mm -hmm. um, Virtual Fighter doesn't use so many tricks, special moves, like in Speed Street Fighter. It's very realistic. How can we make it more dramatic? It's something we're working on. So, yeah. I mean, he, he basically he, he's basically saying right there, they're working on a new Virtual Fighter. I guess they're just not ready to announce it. And they're working um, on changing and, it. And that's either yeah, good or bad. Yeah, making Virtual Fighter look flashier, Virtual Fighter perhaps? being dramatic is just Shenmue. Uh, oh, I don't think he means it like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. But I mean, like, here's the thing. This trailer, these announcements make American fans or Western fans really happy. But Which like, is where, why they announced where are it all the Japanese? Right. Yeah. It's like, I'm, yep. I'm just wondering, yeah, like, what are all the Japanese fans are feeling right now? You know, because it's like, yeah, and... I've seen a couple of them comment on our thing, like, uh, quoting it, and they said they, they were kind of excited. So, well, that's good. Okay, but I mean, if soccer, well, if we were getting another soccer awards, you can be darn sure that like half of Japan would be, <laughs> you know, wanting. It was incredibly popular. You know, like it was it yeah. was almost on par on parity. Wasn't it, didn't it sell right behind Virtual Fighter? Like as far as like system selling. Uh, yeah. 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 It was. Um, it was that soccer awards too. Is in the top five. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so. Yeah. I mean, in it's Japan. just like. And, and, and I know like Clockwork Night too, you know, it's, I know it's a simple title. It's not, maybe not everybody loves it, but I think that it's definitely like Knights, Clockwork Night, Daytona mm -hmm. USA, another Daytona USA game. Maybe, I mean, it would be, would it be so Zombie much to Revenge. ask to just, I mean, now, <laughs> yeah. Zom well, I mean, they put Daytona 2 in, in Yakuza, right? So there you have that, right? 
But I mean, yeah. would it be so much? Somebody, somebody up there said Scud Race. The problem with Scud Race is that I just don't think there's that many people that have nostalgia for Scud Race. Like, uh, obviously, hardcore Sega fans and arcade fans do. But I mean, if you look at all these titles, the one thing they have in common is they're all like these big name titles that have a, a ton of nostalgia attached to them. And and of course, Sega is cashing in on folks' nostalgia. Um, I don't know. Yeah, those companies tend to be doing nowadays. As, yeah, because because if it's you know that's that's a sure thing that's gonna sell. And I'd units. just like to I just like to kind of refute some of the claims I've seen out there on like sure. Twitter that um, that Sega you know now they're uh, finally going back to uh, their roots and bringing back some classic franchises with the kind of insinuation that like they haven't already been doing that for years right which is wrong sega mm -hmm. has been uh, either they themselves or with uh you know licensing it out to companies that are interested in making new games or or remastered games with their old ips sega mm -hmm. I, which you should give sega credit for that sort of thing too because they could easily say no they mm -hmm. could easily yeah. say no I mean, they've had a lot of dragon's trap remakes the new dragon new wonder yeah, boy games right right they've had wonder boy games they've had you know Alex Kidd got a remaster, um, you know, and as kind of derisive as they may have been received, you know, Frontier Entertainment has made those uh, remakes of House of the Dead and Panzer Dragoon, which are still cool to see um, on modern consoles, have those, you know, back in front of people's uh, faces. And besides that, Sega themselves, uh, you know, they just brought back uh, Samba de Amigo mm -hmm. uh, this year. You know, and not just like it's on the switch, but also on cell phones. And they made a VR headset version. Um, you know, I, I would say Sonic Superstars is sort of like bringing that 2D form of Sonic back, uh, you know, mm -hmm. after they had uh, after they did Sonic Mania six years ago. And, right. you know, give them credit for that, for keeping that style of Sonic alive. Uh, they just licensed out to a, a very interested company. Um, Cosmic Smash, who did mm -hmm. a VR version of Cosmic Smash for the right. PS5. Did That's Res cool. HD with a VR mode as well. And, and, yeah, a, and um, a much and more niche got... title, too, for, for Dreamcast, all things considered. You know yeah, what I mean? Space Channel 5 got a VR mode, right. a VR version um, mm -hmm. on like the PS4 and on Steam several yeah. years ago. Um, yeah, and I know... think people are selling Sega short because they have so many you know, licenses, like risky games that they put out all the time. Like they had, you know... Oh, it was the the um, Valkyrie Chronicles games, which are a lot of fun. A lot of the Shining sequels are a lot of fun. They're not really Shining games per se, but, you know, the Shining in the name sort of thing. Real decent games in their own right. You know, yeah. Sega last year made a sequel to Soul Hackers, a Saturn-exclusive mm -hmm. game that only came out in Japan 25 years prior. Right. And they made a sequel to it. They should get all the credit in the world for that. And they, they brought back soccer awards a couple years before that. Well, the reason you know? why it's lost on a lot of people is because the one thing they don't have is a unified platform to put all the stuff out on. You know, it's not, it is not everybody disparate. Not yeah. everybody has every single platform. So some people out there are going to be completely unaware of certain releases, you know? And so it's like, that's yeah. the thing they used to have, obviously, when they had, you know, Dreamcast or the Saturn. That's the thing they're right. missing. They do try to their best to put stuff out across platforms, but it's like, you know, um, it, it, it's, it's spread, it's spread out kind of thin sometimes, but you're absolutely right. You know, like, um, I mean, I absolutely loved the, the re-release of, uh, virtual racing on the, on the switch that we got, you know, the arcade. Yeah. We got all those second ages uh, games on Sega the switch. Ages, yeah, so, bringing back a lot of old games. Played phenomenally. I think, uh, I think uh, the, the reason why people are, are being so excited about it and saying Sega are back and what you're saying there, Dan's right about, they have 
given a lot of opportunities to other people to make their games, but it's that in itself has always felt like Sega just passing them off like like a used toy. Like, ah, you can do something with that. This, I think the difference with this is it felt like Sega finally stood up and went, right, we're dealing with this. <laughs> we're bringing it back. We're doing it properly. We're doing it big. We're bringing, like, that That trailer is what I have wanted to see at an E3 show since the Dreamcast was discontinued. It was it was big. It was bold. No, it was classic Sega, Sega getting behind their the own. Yeah, really. Yeah, it was yeah. marketing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, literally. It's it's like this is the Steaming same thing they've the been doing page. with like Street Street Rage these other games. It's literally they just put a package on it. Like I got like, okay, I got to interrupt. Danthrax is the man trap. Danthrax is still the Manthrax. Two dollars from Malenko. Uh, thanks, thank Malenko. You, Malenko, and Much thank Malenko. you, Danthrax, for being <laughs> being the Manthrax. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess I am. Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. no. Like, like I said, that that's I, I think with da, the with Danthrax though, it's like it's like this is not new and the things that yeah I do. But yeah, it's like I guess maybe they put a bow on it and now it's like they like throw in their backs, throw in their <laughs> Danthrax the Manthrax it. to the, the Manthrax. Five dollars from no. Blue Moon ninety five. Danthrax <laughs> the Manthrax to the Manthrax okay, to the ma thanks, to Blue the Maxthrax. To the, the max, max tracks. tracks. The max <laughs> tracks. Wow, that's a new one. <laughs> Never heard that one. I love it. I love I, it. I, so the, they're throwing their marketing weight, but it's still a bunch of third parties doing stuff. Essentially, oh, I'm we curious don't know as that. to uh, what. That's not, that's not being. We don't know who's making all these know. games. I mean, we're yeah, it's, it's pretty. We're pretty sure Lizard Cube is making Shinobi just because it looks like it. Looks like their style, but like the other four games, we don't know. They could be getting made by internal developers at Sega. I heard from right, one. But, but I heard from a couple of sources that the uh, that the Jet Set Radio was at least had some members of the original team working on it. So I mean, that's yeah, that's hopeful. Um, well, yeah, that that was actually referenced in the uh, Washington Post. It's just story. that Sega's okay. Yeah, it's just that Sega doesn't have their arcade divisions working on this stuff anymore. You know, I mean, I don't even know if they where they're. Arcade divisions really are at this point. Sorry about that. And had, Dave, had that, that'll be interesting that... as well. Because, like, obviously, we're, we're talking about a new Virtua Fighter being in the works, but Yu Suzuki won't be involved. So, right. it'll be RGG Studios who will be making it, who took on, obviously, Virtua Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown on, on PS4. So, right. um, that'll be interesting to see how Virtua Fighter stands on its feet without Yu Suzuki at the helm, which would be. You know, it's all yeah. well and good that, you know, RGG came in and they took, you know, Final Showdown and then kind of added that Yakuza gloss to it and, you know, gave us his Ultimate Showdown. But to build a whole new Virtua Fighter from scratch without you, mm -hmm. Suzuki, that'll mm -hmm. be interesting. Yeah, the uh, things that I'm worried about is that, that they said they, that Virtua Fighter's in flashy. The thing is that I think that's what's good about the game. It doesn't have to be flashy, and that's what I'm... Also concerned about when they remake it's like, well, what about if they make it flash? It's like, well, you you lost the point of Virtufire. It's not supposed to be. It's supposed yeah. to be, you know, like, the combos in that way. It's not supposed to be like, you know, Tekken BS where it's like you get a gauge and you hit it and yeah. it's like you do a ultimate attack. You have to beat the hell out of the, the other opponent. Moose tracks. I do agree on, on Virtufire. The only thing about Virtufire is Sega, Sega at the end of the day, they want to make money. <laughs> and I think the oh, problem yeah. with right. Virtufire is it isn't. It isn't easily marketable, especially today. You know, people are yeah. looking for, for, for that special something, and it and it needs something. And hopefully, it's a yeah. hook. It's just a hook that they're looking for, and hopefully, it's a hook that plays into the kind of the fighting simulation and the realism that Virtua Fighter is known for, rather than just throwing hit sparks or 
special or ultra animations on it. Hopefully it's something sensible, but we'll see. But I think that's all it is. It's just trying to find a hook to get the masses in, interested. Yeah, in. it needs to look cool to people, to people in yeah. 2023 and beyond. Back as in... long as it just doesn't let it, it leave it, loses its spirit because then it'll alienate the people that play it professionally, like hardcore. Uh, uh, yeah, so was referenced. I found the. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Dave, and then I'll I'll say what I was gonna say. Uh, well, Moose Tracks was asking about what is a super game. He was ref referencing w what qualifies as a super game, and I know I know that it just goes back to this uh, financial report that Sammy published back in uh, May of 2021. Uh, that they put together this presentation and basically said that their plan of attack was to present was to be like working on these quote unquote super games. Mm -hmm. um, at the time, they had given you know Sonic the Hedgehog, Persona Five, uh, Fantasy Star Online Two, you know games like that as examples. But th this right here, this little uh, what was it? Uh, fiscal year twenty twenty two and twenty three. They're talking about all the way up through what 26 uh, development of new FPS style, new FPS title at European studio utilization of IP assets create aimed for three to five years from now creation of super game global online make into media IP utilization. <laughs> So it was like they had this plan. That's what buzzwords. That's what he's talking about. And then on the list of examples of IP, active IPs, they had Fantasy Star, Sonic, Total War, Football Manager. Uh, do you guys go? I want another. I want a Warhammer 40k Total War. Yeah, examples of past IP groups: Dormant IPs, Crazy Taxi, Jet Set Radio, Space Channel Five, Res, Panzer Dragoon, Knights, Shinobi, First for Fighter, Alter Beast, House of the Dead, Streets of Rage, and Soul Hackers. So. Um, but they they mention an FPS, and yeah, am mm -hmm. I to believe that means first person shooter title at a European studio? Would that be Sega of Europe? I don't know. Uh, that, right, that would be one of their Sega of Europe studios, like Creative Assembly or could Relic this or super game be a Sega branded Splatoon clone? I don't know. Uh, that's what I that's what I uh, well, that's what I speculated back then. But obviously, that hasn't come. That hasn't come I to thought fruition. that they were talking about hyenas, which they just canceled. But it um, could have been hyenas. They... Yeah, that, oof. yeah, oof, yeah. Right. So I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. You were talking um, about the Washington Post article. Yeah. So the quote from uh, Utsumi, uh, he said the concept of games like Jet Set Radio is advanced. The original creators are involved again, and its time is now. It's a good time where people can appreciate all kinds of concepts. So there you go. The original creators of Jesse Radio are involved with it. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, people say, well, a lot of the, the old guard at Sega is gone. And I mean, that's true to some extent when some of them have uh, moved on to other companies or have uh, passed away. Um, but I mean, they do still have quite a few people who used to be at Sega, like Utsumi himself used to be at Sega and then he returned. Um, you know, it's and not there's nothing wrong with their newer talent. You know, I mean, you, you can't just keep a make a company in the 1980s and then keep right. all those same employees right. for the rest of time. Like you have to keep hiring new people and bringing them along. And, you know, and the uh, they're all capable of making good games, too. Look at I mean, I love those li those like a dragon games. Yakuza games. They're great. I mean, um, how, what does know. Apple do when Steve Jobs passes? You know, it's like, how do you remain the same company? When so much yeah. of like the driving force and spirit of of your company passes away, you ha it has to live on somehow, and it, obviously it's going to be the young blood. But you have to find yeah. you 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 have to really boil 
down the essence of what made your company not just successful, but what made it gave it its identity in the first place. And I think James, James was saying this the other night we were, we were talking with Mel and we were saying that Sega has always been kind of a careless company. They've always been kind of a fly by their seat podcast coming up. Uh, just a yeah, just a ch- an editor's corner chat, and uh, it was a fun one. It, we were uh, we were talking about uh, you know gatekeeping and stuff like that, and we were also talking about uh, you know Sega's identity as a company. Uh, that was just the one kind of epiphany that I had was that, and this is actually from talking to Brian from the junkyard, the Saturn junkyard. He came out on a work trip. We went to the beach. We spent some time talking Sega and he said, he said to me, you know, when it comes down to it, Sega, Nintendo is a very conservative company. Sega was always Mm -hmm. a careless company. They, when they were at their best, they were taking risks and they were, uh, you know, just being careless you know and that's but that's just how they thrived and that's how they that's that's what made them different from from nintendo you know um mm-hmm. uh and and i and i don't mean careless in a derogatory way i just mean it in like the best way that i can mean it is just that they they, they take risks they took more risks they, they took easy, risks easy. exactly and they were and they had attitude and they were and their their franchises yeah. were very like flagrant and just uh in your face, you know, just full of personality, uh, just and 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 style, you know. Um, it just so I don't know. That that's the thing is I'm hoping that this new generation of like talent that Dan's talking about that they can pick up on that and they can say, okay, this is our heritage. It's it's this yeah. arcade heritage, but it's also like this swagger and this this confidence and carelessness, and and we're gonna go out there and we're gonna make games that are just. Um, gushing with style you know and personality mm-hmm. and character that uh games that and we're not going to be afraid to be too cutesy or go w- over a line you know with certain things because it was like sega fans like that kind of stuff sega fans are okay with uh with games just having a ton of personality you know rather than just being beige and and being kind of like you know god of war clones <laughs> like like james was saying or like just being yeah. you know towing the whole line of of triple a games you know like i want i want sega to go back to being that really gauche colorful burning rangers type company where yeah. all of the games are just like so techno color bright and in your face you know with like amazing pop soundtracks that are kind of cringe but everybody <laughs> ends up saying actually this this really slaps you know like uh you know like can you feel the sunshine if can i throw something out there as well because of course we 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 know that Sega in the past have worked with indies in terms of you think back to Christian Whitehead, who showed Sega that their emulation for the their classic Sonic games was basically dung, and then rebuilt the games from the ground up, and they came out mm. on mobile, and yeah. that led to Christian working on Sonic Mania. Now, Overjump Rally been developed in Unreal Engine 5 and it's pretty, mm-hmm. the guy calls it a homage to Sega Rally but he has rebuilt the tracks and modernised them um, and I've after seeing this today they talk about more development, I just wonder okay there's license issues there with cars and stuff like that and he has put in the, the Lancia and the Toyota stuff and things like that the, the Castro sponsorship martini but I'm wondering, like, would they go to someone like that and perhaps say, right, you've built a really good modern-day version of Sega Rally. We will license that. We, 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 we'll let you have the Sega Rally license on that and, and maybe let them release that as a new Sega Rally. That was just something that kind of crossed my mind because they uh, yeah. have... They have I get, I get the impression that that's what he's gunning for. 
Well, <laughs> you Pat, know? I get yeah. the impression that what he's trying yeah. to do is convince right. Sega, hey, I pretty much just yeah. rebuilt Sega Rally in a modern engine. Do you want to pay me for it? And then you can put it out and slap I, the Sega Rally right. IP on it. So, so Pat and I yeah. recently did a, a, a podcast with Audi Sorley. You know, and Audi works for Limited Run Games. And one yeah. of the things he does is bring games direct to consumer uh, through physical media. Um, one of the things we talked about was like, what is involved when it comes to bringing like uh, something like that? Uh, so homebrew is is cut and dry. If it's homebrew and it's completely original, no no big deal, right? Um, if mm-hmm. it's a if it's a fan patch, it's dicey, especially the more people that there are involved. Uh, with something like mm-hmm. Overjump Rally, yeah, because people it, are everyone's, everyone's gonna want to cut of that pie. I mean, and he said it's like it comes down to silly, silly things like the license for Photoshop. Was there a valid license for Photoshop for all the assets that were created? Uh, was mm-hmm. there? So are all the tools licensed? Do, uh, does, uh, and then you have the actual license, commercial licenses for those brands and trademarks and stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. it's not that they can't do it; it's just that it is kind of messy. And so he said the best case scenario is you build out the most impressive pitch deck, you know, or most impressive like game basically so that they almost, it's a, it's a deal they can't refuse. Like when they look at it, but, but at the same time, then they, they'd still have to lawyer up and pursue all that stuff, you know? And right. it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of red tape. Yeah. They could say yes. They could have been like, absolutely. They, and then it's like, Oh yeah. yeah, it doesn't work out. The lawyer said it doesn't vibe. So it's like, no, like, didn't you say, Pat? Sometimes it's just easier to do it yourself, it, like from scratch. Yeah, for, for them to do it themselves, yeah, because it's like, why not like hire the team at that point and just do it by themselves? But yeah, uh, yeah. So nobody's worried about being sued by translators. Legal concerns are surely with the license holders. Yeah, to a point. But the thing is that if a translator thinks they got a b- bad deal on that, mm-hmm. or they didn't get paid for what they did. So say, I don't know. Next day, uh, like somebody put up. I'm trying to think of just any patch up. Uh, Vakenroder. Imagine if a uh, Vakenroder goes up, and it's like, because I know that Knight used a lot of the stuff from another, tra- like the the guy that made the guide for it, and it's gonna be like, well, where's my slice of the pie from that? I did a lot of the head work for that. Uh, mm-hmm. Didn't I get paid too, right? And or then it's wh- like, yeah. Oh shit, I should get paid for that. Or even something as simple as you didn't get me in the credits, and I had some role to play or something like that, and then and then they have to, you know bin a bunch of manuals and reprint you know which is a huge cost too you know to, yeah. uh, like there there are things to consider for sure they and 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 uh audi made a big point of like the the more the moral dilemma of um due diligence on their part having to provide lawyers to give proper counsel to ev- all parties involved so that they mm-hmm. so that they not only sign the paper but they know what they're signing and they've been advised to their rights you know they mm-hmm. have to pay for that the publishing company has to pay for that typically to make that happen and that's just an added expense so there there's yeah. a there's a bunch of things involved and especially with something like overjump rally sure i'd love to <laughs> i would love to see it i just don't know how feasible it is i think with uh i think with christian whitehead which is a great example he had done previous, you know, Sonic hack mods, fan yeah. fan games and stuff like that. Yeah, and brought yeah. that as the example of, and then they're like, okay, you're great. Uh, let's do a fully, you know, brand new Sonic game with your exper- with your expertise, you know, uh, and mm-hmm. you can be at the helm of it. Use all of the, you know, have all of the, your previous work inform this, but it's going to be a new creation, you know. And I think that's kind of the way that they would go. Uh, but with Overjump Rally, it's pretty much already done, and it is what it is. So, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. 
Yeah, well, and uh, show we, show uh, we should. Sorry. Yeah, uh, it's seven twenty-three, so we should yeah. probably move on. <laughs> we should move on. We should move on. Um, we have what two things to cover? Okay, yeah, so two we more can, things. We can blaze through this. Um, Retrobit, uh, wireless analog pro unboxing and first looks. So, got these over what last we got these last week on Friday, and I didn't have a chance mm-hmm. to unbox them until a couple days ago, just because it was such a, a busy week with me taking care of the kids and stuff. Um, but we did get them, and I uh, I've shipped one out to Pat too because he's going to test his on a bunch of other platforms that I don't have access to arcade cabs, what uh, PS. Arcade Pat? boards, uh, arcade boards, PS4, PS5, PS5, three, uh, PS3, any Xbox uh, stuff. It's not listed as supporting Xbox, and maybe that's because of the whole direct uh, X uh, I'm input. I'm only gonna be testing on good consoles. I'm not testing okay. on awful. Fair enough. Consoles, okay. So. <laughs> hey, you don't want to alienate yeah, I, any of our I audience. Think that it, it doesn't <laughs> work on Xbox because Xbox uses X input. X input. Okay. All right. Yeah. So this uses yeah. direct input then. Um, I, th- me- I think I think I think that's how you guys are about to stab me. Another they're big Xbox, they're big fans, Xbox so. fans. No, fans. I play my Xbox every day, so I'll join him in stabbing you. You Pat. stab Dude, him. I'm getting massive so, yeah, stab. Pat's gonna get stabbed. <laughs> Hold on a second. Here massive we go. stabbing and coming to me. But yeah, like I said, I'll test those all out. Um, I do have an Xbox One though, so I could theoretically test on an Xbox One. There. Oh, well, I just I, got flipped out. I just made so Pat mind. disappear. <laughs> there you go. I'm dead now. For his Bye, Xbox yeah, yeah. Eight. <laughs> but yeah, like, like it was just like, smoked. So Xbox, Xbox One, I could test it on, uh, and it's on for five minutes, and then throw the console away afterwards. There you go. But yeah, uh, yeah, like I said, I'll test a lot of consoles. I think it's gonna be. I'm really excited to see how it works, uh, and see how it works on some of the obscure stuff like a board, right. like a arcade board. That'd be kind of neat. Well, one thing I can say for sure, for sure, is that Pat's impression is pretty much the same as mine at this point because. Um, I haven't really gotten to try it out too much on, uh, mm. and and we both got to try it extensively at uh, PRGE, right? So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I included all of Pat's impressions. Uh, for first, of, I'll just go from the top and we'll scroll down. First of all, I noticed the absence of the Sega seal of quality. Um, this is something they spoke to. They said that mm. Sega is is kind of really playing it close to the chest in terms of who gets to use the actual four letter Sega logo. Um, they're more than happy to to let uh, third parties use stuff like the Saturn, uh, the the planet logo and the Saturn font, Sega Saturn, all that. But mm-hmm. when it comes when it comes to the actual four letter Sega logo, um, it's like only first party products are allowed to do that, mm-hmm. I guess. And that's just ever since like Sammy, ever since the movie, the Sonic movie started, and Sammy, it's just kind of been playing things closer to the chest in terms of that. Um, but it, mm-hmm. but it is still officially licensed by Sega. Um, and the quality, I w- I'll give it the Shiro seal of quality in terms of the fact that um, it's better than the last one. Build quality is quite nice. Uh, that's the one thing that we it's all good. agreed on is that there's I'm excited no... to test it out, though. I the... actually yes. don't remember. I actually didn't try to enhance, so I'd love to see, you know, well, what so it would feel like in person. Straight out of the box or straight out of the sleeve in this case. Uh, with the other ones, you got a cardboard box with an inner carry case, like plastic carry case. This time around, uh, they forego the carry case, uh, and I suppose they allocate those funds towards, you know, the bells and whistles in the controller, like the hall sticks and the rumble motors. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially... Yeah, can that holder come out of the, the new box, or is that box, like, stuck in? Like, is... Right. Somebody asked about yeah. that, and I wanted to show folks that because of this, you will notice, uh, for example, uh, let me just see here if I can center on this. Do you see that in the new 
so in the new box on the left, it's just yeah. straight on the top. You see the 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 plastic is straight yeah. on the top, but on yeah. the right there's a dip oh, it's a here to, yeah. to to accommodate the hinge. So no, it will not fit in there, not perfectly, without you like cutting it away or something like that to accommodate oh, that, that hinge. Sucks. Yeah, so that does kind of suck. But somebody did ask me about that, and I wanted to address that on the show. So essentially, you get this hard uh, hard cardboard uh, box and in cardboard box inside this is what you get with the two controllers basically you get the controller the saturn v2 receiver and the usb v2 receiver these are not created equal with the previous ones that they do use a different firmware and uh, the genesis v2 receiver will work with this controller on <laughs> uh, so you can use this controller on the genesis but you have to use the v2 receiver um i see so so like i can't i can't use my old receiver with with, with this no nope. it's got to have oh, got to have the included v2 receiver yeah so it, they actually do print v2 on the receiver so you know the difference when you pick it okay, up okay cuz i have like 12 of those so i, I know yeah that, so so was, it does yeah. Let me see if I, I have a good picture of that. Uh, yeah, that's, okay. That's a bit of a like that's a bit of a demerit for me because it's like I like I like the idea to just keep it plugged in. But do, does it is it backwards compatible though? So like can you oh, connect backwards compatible? I think so, but not. Yeah, I just for... want like I I like the idea of slot, shoving in the slot and just like connecting right. them like that. Right. Like, so I, I like just leaving in there. And yeah, I think it. these would be the receivers to rule all receivers or whatever. I I actually haven't tried using this with the Humble Bazooka receiver yet, but that's another thing on the list is uh, see if this works hmm. with the Humble Bazooka receiver, uh which is a uh, Blue Retro. Uh might be yeah. might might work. I know that the it it accepts almost any Bluetooth controller I've thrown at it so far, so I'm sure that it would work <laughs> with this too. Um so Really easy pairing, just like in the instructions. Hold the button, the lights turn solid, and then you're good to go. Uh, it's a simple macro to put it to change it between um, between analog mode and, and digital mode. You're basically just holding down start and the B button for five seconds, and it indicates it by putting it in player one or player two. It'll tell you whether it's in analog or digital mode uh, based on that. Um, one thing that Pat and Nick noted, whereas I have larger hands and I, it felt pretty com comfortable with me, they both have, I don't know, they both complained that it kind of dug. Just say that baby hands. <laughs> you guys both complained that it dug into your hands after a little while. And that you I didn't couldn't... say it in my hands. I just said it's, it's awkward to hold it at a certain yeah, angle. Yeah, you guys couldn't find like a comfortable hold long term because you're required to rest your uh, fingers on the oh, Z. Oh, no, no, it was fine that. I'm just saying that if I hold it a certain way, it's hard to hold. If I hold it like that, like oh, like, like a crab. I got gotcha. you. Like the, like the claw, I can't hold it comfortably. Right. Um, it is a little thinner and it does kind of cut into your uh, hands a bit just because as you can see down here there there's the, the profile as you can see here you can kind of see the difference in the cutaway uh, I'll put it up there so you can kind of see the size difference uh, on the left there's a stark contrast because you got the white uh, analog pro and then the original so it is wider like one. it's wider it's got like broader shoulders whereas the older controllers kind of taper in more this one yeah. stays wide and so it does kind of like i don't know i wouldn't say eat into your hands but it just it is just kind of it like just eat your hands just bite your hands right <laughs> off. and it doesn't have but, that curve that concave oh, back I was, to com it. I was a comment to that yeah yeah it's it, instead it, it kind of bulges out and um i don't know why because actually i thought it was a bigger battery but it turns out they both have a 500 milliamp battery which is not i think i have an idea why i think what's yeah. happening is that 
You notice how it has that little controller, like the the cord, like bulge. It's not using the same mold. It's a different mold completely. Oh, it is true. That is true. They're using a USB C now, and uh, yeah, so that might be part of it. We also did a teardown, and I can show you guys the battery sits right there. So it's like right on top of this harness where they where they anchor the. I'll, I'll go back up and and we'll go in order. But essentially, uh, so it feels pretty good. The, the thing that I do notice is that it's very solid. The D-pad feels much better, like remarkably yeah, better than, than the, yeah, they learn their lessons with that. Um, it's as close, it's as close as I could say, you know, get, that they've been able to get to uh, replicating the, the Saturn D-pad. I mean, it really, it really does feel a lot better. The plastic feels a lot stronger. Like it's not going to break, you know, from me pounding Real quick, on Real quick, Dave, um, you, you were talking about using these with the, uh, the blue retro, yeah. Um, inverter, but aren't these 2.4 gigahertz wireless oh, controllers? Oh, no, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. Yep. Com yeah. You're com that completely slipped my mind, but you're absolutely right. I w you uh, wouldn't be yeah, able to work. You would not be able. In fact, that's a great point. When you want to use this with your switch, you're not going to be going Bluetooth. You have to use right. this USB dongle plugged into the side of it. Yeah. You yep. know what? You're absolutely right. Um, uh, latency anecdotally is very low. I I have not experienced much, if any, latency, and it's certainly not any more than I'm used to just on playing the Switch, you know, with the Joy-Cons or whatever. It's very, uh, I would say that it's just very, like, industry standard latency at this point. Um, haven't done any kind of, like, extreme. Unfortunately, on the Saturn, we don't have Artemio Verbena's, uh, we don't have his, uh, you know, 240p test suite, which would be awesome because he has a latency tester built into that. Mm. Um, but there are other ways that we can test. So I am going to try to try to test that and let people know what the exact latency is, or maybe Pat can do that. Um, but essentially, it's it. You know, the build quality is very good. Uh, feels like a Saturn pad. That's why they went with the smaller sticks. They wanted to keep it feeling familiar to folks and feeling like a japanese saturn pad without like these bulky mm -hmm. bulky sticks protruding they also they also stay recessed so that they're safe from drops or snags that was another thing they went on record saying um yeah the back is convex so you don't have that same feeling where you can kind of dig your fingers into like these pockets on the back of the controller the way you could with the standard but it, it's not a deal breaker it's still it's still pretty nice um what else size difference it's it's not significant, but it is there. Uh, seven screws on the back. You remove seven screws, including one under the warranty sticker or the date of manufacture sticker to reveal uh, the back plate, which comes off pretty easily. Anybody with even the most basic technical skills could probably replace any component on this uh, controller as they're all connected via uh, header and socket or um, like ribbon cables. So like the, the hall sticks, you can buy those replacement gully kit hall sticks and they just install using a little uh, ribbon cable and header. Uh, the battery is held in place by a double-sided tape and then you've got it plugged in via that little, uh, what is it, socket and connector. You know, um, my favorite hidden feature of this is though. What's that? So what you could do is if you take a, a sharp screwdriver and you stab it directly into the <laughs> Sega logo, you can turn to a fragmentation grenade and throw it at your friend. Neat. <laughs> okay. Because the battery's right there. You just puncture the battery right there and just toss it at him. Yes. Uh, I don't is, recommend uh, anybody do that. <laughs> yeah, don't this do is, that. Uh, this is uh, IEDs by Trinoco.
it's crazy you could you could technically turn any uh lithium ion powered device into a weapon into like a makeshift bomb <laughs> if you just puncture the yeah, battery and then chuck it okay let's listen. not get kicked off yeah let's of not YouTube get here guys let's not get kicked off of youtube the bomb making 101 <laughs> uh yeah the words we should not say on stream that feel when you get your stream canceled by youtube okay so um this is, is not anyone a watching this at an airport i know right they turn it's on the uh they turn their volume down it's like hey guys oh man welcome TV. to the segment where we uh create things that are not okay good at so there, there's the rumble motors i did mention the fact that it's it's a 500 milliamp hour battery which is the same uh milliamp hours that we had on the previous controller that concerns mm -hmm. me when it comes to playing on modern consoles with rumble because I don't know what mileage you're going to get out of this with with the rumble turned on. Um, but they the one thing I noticed is they don't they do list the milliwatt they they list the milliamp hour capacity. But whereas on the old controller they listed 30 hour runtime, this one they don't even bother uh, li uh, listing like a, a guesstimate runtime. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so it's interesting. Uh, pros and cons. Right. I I just There's put nice this. Nice to have up. you on. Oh, I think Dan's had enough. Uh, Bye, Dan. Nice to have you on, Dan. Oh, nice. Yeah, Thank nice to have you, Dan. Yeah, thanks for stopping by. Uh, get some sleep. <laughs> Sorry, all yeah. Dan's must leave. Sleep. Sorry, Dan Thrax. Nope. Blink me off. <laughs> yeah, really, really, it was awesome having you on. Uh, yeah. Because I know that's coming. not. I know it's not always possible. So yeah, thanks for coming by. I'm, I'm glad I could make it this time, guys. Thanks oh, so yeah. much for having us on. Me, me uh, you know, uh, nosotros casa es tu casa. Your <laughs> 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 uh, show's right. our show, so yeah. welcome to nuestra. our new, nuestra, our new uh, nuestra, there you go, nuestra casa, yeah. No, uh, it's a, it's an open house. Bring, nuestra Just bring casa. some beer. Nueve um, pantalones. So pros and cons, this isn't like anything official. These are, these are just things that I noted, like uh, that folks should be. Okay, so like if you're considering getting this controller and it's not essential, like you, you have plenty of control controllers and this would literally just be like a splurge buy then these are the things that you should consider solid durable construction but no carry case okay things mm -hmm. to consider dual rumble motors there's really no downside to that there's dual rumble motors but you know uh mileage may vary on modern console controllers depending on the battery but you can always plug it in and charge it i guess so um you got dual analog sticks however the second stick is not currently implemented for anything on the saturn things to be aware of they, it is on their radar that folks want them to do like twin stick functionality, twin but sticks, twin sticks, that's, twin sticks. Yeah, twin sticks. Twin, we got to chance it. They know it. They know. They're aware. I think. I just they haven't implemented any use for it on uh, on the Saturn. You know. So, yeah. um, the hall sensors are great. Um, however, the small Joy-Con stick form factor is not for everybody. Um, it's for a lot of people. But, you know, some people are going to be butt hurt that they didn't end up going with those PS2 sticks. The sticks mm -hmm. do. The sticks do click in, yeah. I don't know if you can hear that, but they do, and they feel just clicking. they feel just like Joy Cons. Honestly, what can I say? They they just feel yeah. just like Joy Cons. So if you're familiar with Joy Cons, then you know. Um, they are gully kit though. They're not they're not the they're not the Alps sticks. Um, I can't get lost in the Alps. Problem with twin sticks on Saturn is that the Saturn sees it as a standard controller. It's true. The the and it's digital too. It's digital input. So it's like these don't work when you when when you're not yeah, in analog they, mode. These don't just, even work. They would just have to have the controller send a signal of like uh, X Y Z B right uh, when you're using that right stick. Mm -hmm. 
So but that's the that's thing that kind of but the thing that, that I noticed. So the thing that I noticed though is that when you do the macro and you go into digital mode, the sticks don't even register as input at all. Um, because yeah. it's just like the 3D analog controller where it had a switch that turns the analog off. So mm-hmm. I guess there were some games, though, that when you had it in analog mode, the digital pad would still work. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, moving right along, easily replaceable components. And that's a plus, Easy. I think. Easy. Uh, great feel. Like... Si- the, the size and weight, it feels great. Uh, slightly larger than an OEM Saturn pad. Uh, I put as a con. Feels great, mate. Because some people who have smaller hands might that might be a deal breaker. I don't know, but um, easy pairing. <laughs> Just get bigger hands. Yeah, get bigger hands, dudes. Get bigger hands. Easy pairing, uh, straight out of the box. Super easy. Way better than uh, maybe not as maybe not as good as like the humble bazooka Bluetooth one because that was just you plugged it in and it just like auto searched. Whereas this one, you do have to hold down the button on the receiver, but it's almost instantaneous once you do that. However, there is no physical mode or switch. And I know uh, Night of Dragon was kind of like "Ah," they should have put a switch on like a physical switch to switch between that. It was kind of Nintendo switch. Yeah, that it was lazy or I don't know maybe just an extra added expense to to use a macro uh, or to use a switch instead of just a macro but yeah it's a macro uh very low latency but it lacks the one-to-one accuracy of the 3d control pad but i really don't think that that's something that folks should hold against it because there isn't a single analog controller out there that has the one-to-one accuracy of the 3d control pad because they all work differently than the 3d control pad is proprietary you know and it uses mm-hmm. a proprietary uh a microcontroller Chip. yeah it's like yeah. a it's a microcontroller yeah. essentially um without that you just don't it's not the same recipe um but it's really good uh improved d-pad and shoulder triggers although the shoulder triggers are not analog and a lot of people are about that too um yeah so you know analog uh, acceleration or analog strafing for the few games that do support that uh sega license and branding although it lacks sega seal of quality um, but again that's just a that's just yeah. more of a technicality you know, it's a we technicality just, on the box you know we pushed yeah. it to the uh, the big issue that you had with it with the air brakes that you made a we video could. on yeah multiple platforms supported um so moving down to the firmware issue that needs to be addressed uh, Pat and I noticed this at PRGE, but we just didn't know, we couldn't put a name to it. We didn't know what was going on with a little bit of, with a little bit more, um, I don't know, like, trial, like a long trial time and error. Like analyzing it. Yeah. It actually comes, it actually just turns out that when you are in analog mode, the shoulder triggers don't work, but I can't say that they don't work full stop. When, uh, for example, when you are Elliot and Claris and you run out of time and you fall to the ground and you start walking around the level, they work fine, actually. And we noticed that. And uh, that's why Pat and I kept doubting ourselves because we're like, oh, wait a second. They're turning the camera in quarter turns. So I'm walking sure around. Just, I think they're just bound to different buttons. But they're not, like, though. They're not, though. Quite, they're not. That's what it does when you do the on the original triggers. On, on the original triggers, if you fall to the ground. You press the shoulder triggers and they turn the camera in quarter turns because you're in a full 3D walking yeah. mode, right? But when you are knights and you're up in the air, pressing them together at the same time uh, does air brakes, which basically stops you. And pressing the left one or the right one individually uh, causes knights to do stunts. And when you get the stunt ribbon, you know, you're able to like press them all crazy and stuff like that. And you rack up points, yeah. right? It says like dreamy or whatever, you know? So... In, and and yes, this is the thing, and Trekkies hit the nail on the head. 
it could be that in flying mode it reads different than expecting them to be analog and i think that that is exactly what it is in when you're in flying mode the game does something different and it, it turns them into it basically uses them as analog um which is not the case when you're on the ground on the ground they just revert to like digital simple one and zero input okay it was knight's theory um i'll give him the credit <laughs> i was just saying uh trekkies just said it in the chat but yeah i'm no, still in both of their credits I, I came up with the idea i think that that is exactly what's happening so yeah when you are in analog mode but you're your knights and you're in the air they function not at all they do not function at all they they're they do not register it's not a function yeah and so things that i don't and like no shade to them but i think they should have like you know maybe maybe it's something they missed but i think they should have got somebody that was a pro night player knew the game in and out well they i was there <laughs> i kept saying i kept telling him i'm like this isn't working right he's like yeah I'm a couple of development and stuff, a couple yeah. people have said that and he's like we, we're looking into it and i'm like the problem is a lot of folks are just happy enough to just kind of like mosey on with knights and be like oh yeah this is fun because because let's let's be honest they don't know how to play knights in the first place they they're just like yeah. i wouldn't know anything about that right i, I totally yeah, i didn't even way, know that there was an air break thing before this week <laughs> you didn't know they were thinking okay but for competitive players they're like a crucial vital part of the game and without mm -hmm. them you it's a difference of like hundreds of thousands of points scoring wise you know so you like you need the air brakes, and you certainly need the uh, you certainly need the stunt ribbon, and you need to be able to do acrobatics. Um, one thing that Knights does, and and here's the thing, I as a as a as kind of an extreme Knights player, I'm willing to accept these analog control trolls not being like a, a, exactly the same. Uh, okay, let me put it this way: Dan pointed out the fact that these can, when you're turning in circles, they snap to the cardinal directions, right? Didn't you point yeah, that out? So, Dan? Yeah, uh, yeah. A friend of mine in my PSO2 alliance, actually, mm -hmm. his name is Kent, and uh, he got one of these controllers and was testing it out with like the, uh, like just like the gamepad right. uh, tester on Windows. Mm -hmm. He hooked it up and he was just looking at what it was showing as he was moving the analog stick around. He was rotating it, and he found that it was sticking for just a moment mm -hmm. at each cardinal direction right and he took a little video which i posted in our discord server i copied from the other one to show that uh that it was doing that um i don't know if that's like some kind of switch i wonder if he would mind us adding concession. that i wonder if he would mind us uh, mind us adding that to the article as collateral uh, because he i think that probably that, wouldn't but i'll ask him yeah that's 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 good information for folks but absolutely i've 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 witnessed that happening in game but it's not exactly a deal breaker if I can mm -hmm. use stunts because for example when I go around rings I don't actually want to do a full turn around the rings anyway I want to approach the rings and then use a stunt to be able to basically quick collect them so mm. it never becomes an issue as long as I'm able to do stunts but without the stunts then it really becomes an issue you know uh, he's in the chat he said he said he sent the massive breakdown to oh, retro bit and then he said, I, I don't mind. Go for it. Awesome. Okay, article. great. Yeah, we will. Yeah, um, Kent, Kent, Kent's been letting Retrobit know all about their many failings with this controller. Yeah. So. Do you know if I can, uh, can, do you know if you can let me join your clan on PSO? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. That's up to me. I'm not in charge of the alliance. Kent, I'm can just, I, join I am clan? an officer, but <laughs> I'm not in charge. Knight does need to, I would, I mean, Knight needs one of these too so that he can test it out because, um, you know, 
he, he knows more about it than I do. And I think that he, mm-hmm. he would have more like technical, you know, he'd be able to look at it more technically. All I know is that it's just not working. And it's, it's just like he said, when you go up into the air, the controller switches to a different mode where it basically sees them as analog or something. And so they just, hence they don't function because these are not analog. So yeah, it's really, I don't know how they're going to fix that. Maybe there's some kind of hack or some kind of like firmware workaround. I'm hoping that there is because again, to me, you you know, yeah, I can play, I can tell as a, as a 2d controller, this is great. Um, and mm-hmm. actually, I think, who knows, maybe it'll end up being my my uh, kind of daily driver for, like, playing uh, 2D stuff and everything like that. Because it, it is super convenient, and it's the quality is really nice. The build is really nice. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's like we all came to this party for the analog, and um, that's kind of a deal breaker. I, I haven't even tried out other games that rely on analog triggers, so I'm going to do that next. But, I mean, I'm imagining that it's like if it's anything where... It's analog. Try a G vector. G vector. <laughs> yeah, there you go. G vector yeah. or any anything that uses like analog strafe or something. I imagine just wouldn't function. It, it, like yeah, it, yeah. So I don't know. Um, again, though, I I go to knights. I gravitate towards knights be, just because, and I'm a broken record, but it's the game that the the analog controller was developed for. So it's like it. That's that to me is like the uh, that's the that's the 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 bar for, for whether mm-hmm. for whether it passes or not the smell test you yeah. know trekkies i'll try it on smash for you yeah um yeah for duke nukem flawless oh thanks for that scotty mo so he, uh, as far as duke nukem goes he said that it's working great um cool nice. all right well that's that that's you watch those videos if you feel like it they're not very long they're like two to five minute videos i uh, just kind yeah. of and then last but not least talking nights uh data discs who wants to cover this one? Uh, uh, it's cool. I can. I have a little bit I can talk about. That's kind of cool. Sure, go for it. Yeah. So this one came out of the blue. I was just like, like, cause I have their like all their notifications on there. I'd be down to do some Smash trackies. Uh, there's like I have notifications for data discs because I'm a big vinyl collector, as you probably could could guess. I like. Uh, we know. I like da- like vinyl a little bit. A little data disc <laughs> actually going on, but like. Uh, nice. Datadisc, for those that don't know, they release uh, Sega, pretty much Sega exclusive t- titles, or at least Saturn mm-hmm. ones for the most mm-hmm. part. There are some that they do that are not Sega, like like uh, Metal Slug and stuff, but it seems like they're more Sega based. So like they've done like you know all these games. They have a bunch of the records right here. Like they've done uh, they they've done Ikaruga. Uh, oh, that one's falling down. Uh, Ikaruga, Green Silver Gun, uh, Police Knots, which I have two of because I'm a weeb. Uh, wow. Panzer and then uh, and then Shenmue and Shenmue, and right? And so these are all falling on me, so I don't want to drop them. But essentially, they've done these records, and uh, I think it was like was it this morning or something, Dan, or this afternoon? It it was at like five, four or five p.m. Like it was, uh, it was at like four thirty mm-hmm. uh, like Eastern. Right before show go. Yeah, so, so I guess that'd be one thirty. You guys, this time. Yeah. They they yeah. put out an announcement announcing that they were doing a two disc Knights into Dreams soundtrack, which uh they say is the first time that Knights has been on vinyl. So, yes. It, it yeah. is actually, cool. yeah. There's and been the, some bootlegs technically, but I mean yeah. those don't bootlegs. really count, they're not really official and they're kinda yeah. and uh, even the C D versions of the soundtracks have gone way up in price. Like they're pretty like I mean they're, they're, the what is the Knights perfect soundtrack? Just getting the C D of that now is like pretty pricey. But yeah, so like this is definitely we're at like what was it, forty, plus plus shipping. 
uh, oh, like pounds. It's about seventy-five dollars yeah. for me. Yeah, about seventy-five bucks. I mean, but still, Sorry, it's no, like okay. So, so let's let's put this out there. There are two different releases going uh, on here. There's a standard edition, right? And there's a limited edition. The standard edition is thirty-two pounds, British pounds, and uh, before edition. shipping. And then, uh, yes, <laughs> uh, uh, currency pounds. And then it's 40 pounds for the limited edition. Now, mm. the difference of the limited edition, both of them have purple uh, colored vinyl, but the limited edition has a white splatter pattern on it, and it comes with a, a third disc, a small, um, uh, would that be an EP? Mm-hmm. A 7-inch seven, seven, single. Yeah. Okay, seven inch probably single. Probably forty five RPM. If I had to take a guess. Right. Probably. Um, and it comes with two bonus tracks, which are the kids' version and instrumental version of Dreams, Dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, but both uh, of the editions will come with a glow in the dark outer sleeve, which we do have a, a gif of that in in the in my story here on the site. Uh, there are notes by composers Tomoko Sasaki and Naofumi Hataya. There is uh, there are full color inner sleeves featuring archival artwork of knights and a lithographic art print and an accompanying obi strip. So um, yeah, like it was like a little bit of a bonus to the limited edition. You get that extra disc and it's got a, a splatter to it. But I mean, you're right. pretty much getting almost the and same. This is like a first bonuses. permit. Like they they've never done something like this limited edition before where it's like an extra mm-hmm. disc. Mm-hmm. It was it was always okay. like oh a special color or something that are. That they this is actually the first they've actually done a limited edition with an extra disc. So very now here's uh, the thing. First for them. Um, the the pre-orders are open now on their website, but the limited edition pre-orders are limited. You can only get two per customer, and the pre-orders for that one will close Monday morning, which will be 9 a.m. GMT, 4 a.m. Uh, EST, 1 a.m. PST. So uh, for those of you on the podcast, I'm sorry by the time you hear this, it, pre-orders on that probably already closed. <laughs> Um, right. But the standard the edition, audio people. yeah. But the standard edition uh, does not have any limited availability, so uh, they don't even say the pre-orders are going to close for that any particular time, or if there's any number of stock before they'll stop. There probably is, but it's probably so many. You know, they'll probably just take pre-orders all the way up until these things come out, which they estimate will be March 2024, uh, about three months from now. So, mm-hmm. There you go. They even have it on a SoundCloud here at the bottom. Yes, yeah. I, I did manage to uh, get a SoundCloud plugin working on our site, uh, nice. so that's good. Nice. Um, yeah, they, they put three of these tracks up on their SoundCloud so you can test them. I was actually listening to it while I was writing this story. Um, Very nice. It sounded great. Yeah, they say that they remastered all this stuff too, so it, it sounds awesome to me. Cool. I I, uh, I pre-ordered mine. Show of hands. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys... <laughs> Uh, Pat, I know you. Sorry, I was trying to message somebody. I'm, I actually have to run after like this immediately. But yeah, no worries. Uh, yeah, okay. I. Uh, yeah, but basically, I. Uh, I pre this. Um, I will be reviewing for Shiro. I think I might do a video for it too. So that'd be kind of neat. Nice. Mm-hmm. Sounds so, good. Awesome. I'll be down if Dave wants to do one, but yeah, go get that. Yeah, let's uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, anyway, thanks for. So you got to go. I got to go. <laughs> I don't know if yeah, Dan's probably yeah, got go to I, I, I uh, I'm ready like to go too. I'm ready. Okay, two let hours, me. Uh, yeah, Watch it's been, it's been a while. <laughs> okay, this is this has been a longer a longer show than than normal. Um, real quick though, I am just uh, going to disappeared. The pa- I oh you have disappeared. Yeah, that's because I'm looking at the I'm Patreon gone. right now. Hold Black on a second. Killers. Oh, I can pull that up real quick. Oh, I'm already there. Uh, uh, too late. Ten, ten and twelve. Oh, you're there. You want to read it? 
Okay, um, you go you go for it then. Oh no, I'm not logged in. Sorry, I'm not logged in. Oh logged god, in. okay. All right. I'm gonna do it again. Here. <laughs> Sorry about that. It logged okay. like out. It's okay. Alright. Okay, hold on a second. Wait a second. Okay, Patreon. I should have been I should have had this up, but I forgot. Uh let's see here. Audience filters 10 and 20. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, if you support us at the 10 or 20, 10 and up level, uh, you get your name shouted on the show. And, uh, let me just see if I can make that happen for you guys. Oh, actually, Dave, real quick, before yeah. we like wrap up with the Patreons, can I just make the sure. quick announcement? Oh, please do. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. So yeah, uh, yeah. So, so um, every every year I try to do an extra life. This year it kind of slipped a little bit. It's normally November. I'm gonna be trying to do one uh, on Sunday, uh, ten stream. to ten on. Yeah, yeah. So a twelve hour uh, Saturn development stream, ten to ten Mountain Time, twelve to twelve uh, Eastern. That is like noon to midnight Eastern mm -hmm. Standard on Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, if anyone would like to come and donate to Arnold Palmer Hospital for Children, the links will be readily available in chat and descriptions, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, watch me. I'm going to be working on Forsaken Plane for a solid 12 hours. Um, I haven't had a lot of time to work on the game this year, so it's going to be very early on, but you'll get mm -hmm. to see how the uh, sausage is made if, if you're not already familiar with my streams. Excellent. Great. Cool. Awesome. Uh, real quick, so let me go ahead and uh, take down the browser. Where is that? Oh, there we go. All right, so real quick, shouting all of our ten and up patrons that are have been supporting us. Uh, we got a murder of crows. We got blue new blue moon ninety five. Brock the um, yeah blue new. <laughs> uh, who knew? We got blue blue moon ninety five. We got Brock the archivist. Casual Seth. Cerulean. Chris Piper. Chris nineteen ninety seven XX. Daniel Fredrickson. David Zaney. Derek Pascarella. A team. Emerald Nova right here. Fat Drunk Friend, Otaku, yep. uh, Gem Clash of Rank, Ian Keg, Johannes Fetz, Justin, Memphis, Michael Sabag, Nate Lawrence, Normal Guy, Nut Rages, Robert Ramsey, Rowan Dinked, Sega Steve, Shadow Mask, Stone Man, Tanuki Trev, What Is This, and Young Money Swee. Appreciate all you guys. Thanks for uh, supporting Thank us. And for everyone else, we really appreciate you as well. Um, your name will be in the credits, and um, you're free to join the Shiro Insider chat on our Discord, where we oh, talk yeah, by about. You not haven't yet, and you want a, a Saturn a Saturn Net link by us? Ah, go yes. on, sign that thing. Yes, go, go go on to our Patreon or in the Insider chat if you are a patron, and go ahead and follow that Google form and fill it out because we still have spots open. We haven't like finally determined who who all is getting one because we still have uh, we have twenty of them and not twenty people have actually filled out the form yet. So um, we might just have to we might just have to send some out prematurely then, uh, unless unless we have more folks uh, who are interested in getting getting connected with their with their saturns and and being part of the online community um but it's good we have excess the, yes, the point is to have them is. so if people want it we can sell it to them and we also have 10 extra live modems as well so for folks who already have a they already have the uh, netlink. a netlink or an x-band but they yeah. just need an easy way to connect then we, we've got some extra live modems as well anything else we want to announce pat or plug before we say Goodbye. Uh, buy a shirt. Think that buy yeah, yeah buy, buy some shirt. merch. Exactly. Don't buy this one. You can't. You have to go to Nintendo. We don't you can sell go. This. You can go. Creamy on. 3D graphics. Yeah, and from our website, you can definitely come here and go merch right here. 
and you'll see there's like the Teespring and there's also Love the it. Threadless. Teespring gets you to all of this. We're kind of going to, I think, phase out the Threadless and and move on to Teespring or I don't know. That's what this is. Both of these are from Teespring. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, also shouts to everybody in the community who is helping to power our community section. Um, just real quick, we got Saturn Memories doing the resource directory. We got uh, Private Eye doing the translations. We've got Sega uh, RPG fan Joe doing the online play. And then, of course, Deathside uh, heading up the Saturn and film and TV pop culture section. So uh, our, our website continues to grow and get better as uh, more folks in the community help power it. And so that's great. And then, of course, yep. if you, uh, yeah. there's if Dan. If you have a good idea, let us know and <laughs> let us know what we want to put on the site. Then Dan powers like 90% of the rest of the site. Yeah, <laughs> with, pretty much. Hey, you got two article. stories this week, Dave. That was great. This is true. This is true. I actually did some 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 work. Um, yeah, I got some writing in. <laughs> we love everyone in our community. Uh, the Saturn Saturn is great because of, because of you guys, because of the community. We can we want to keep growing it. And um, until next time, this has been Saturn Dave, Danthrax, and Trainoco reminding you that let's all say it together. You, you must, must play Sega Saturn. Sega Saturn. She or, or you'll right. die. Or you'll die, or Pat will come kick your ass. Okay, yep. well, I'll, I'll see you later. I'll throw a controller at you that I stabbed. <laughs> Peace, guys.